0: So you qualify. Let's go. To the legend, nigga his, and, he mine. and plus, I'm a nigga with that feeling like it's my time. It, 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 it. And in the, the bitches at where the in the in the side of my gun. I'm the real vibe version of the family. so i in it, so you
1: understand. Let's go. Yeah. Talk to me, man. Yeah.
0: This your boy, young homie. You turn them off, noise up ride to the precision <laughs> 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 Headphones both the store bring it down low <laughs> <Okay.
2: laughs> now we work you
0: what it is <laughs> we got a packed show today face <laughs> mock <laughs> <laughs> welcome to new york city <laughs> shout
1: out to the live
0: streamers. get wet on the track shout town what's going on now
1: <laughs>
0: can i talk to y'all for oh, no yeah minute? Let us go Something for nothing Bound and never tear it apart We turned the street hustle into an art That quickly changed life forever for us No more riding bikes catching the bus We on the roll up, money to fold up we call conned cookie you the but hold up, I see this van sitting this old cat in a fitty trying to get your little homie to up. Yo, bro, we ain't working on this car to take your ass on, dog, for you make me feed your ass to my hogs, you fucking faggot. I, you,
1: hard, I think Scarface still on the farewell, farewell, uh, fair, farewell tour.
0: Face Problem. South Side, West Side, come on now. Come on now. Don't stop. Let's go South side, <laughs> West
2: side, <laughs> face small to the scene. <laughs> come, on Ooh, come on now, come on
0: now, come on now, come on. One, one is getting changed, oh it's and he who fucks with it gets the itchy, the name and nicky. Two times tricky, picky. Now you gotta hold it head, lookin' sicky. I ain't one. Getting jacked for his deuce deuces A slap toothless You do what you do it So what you got a 40 cal I got a 40 cal Plus another
1: 40 cal Today it, it, it. Let's go live Shout out to Scarface That album, The Fix mm-hmm. I want to say that's like 20 years old now, man
3: yeah. Came out around oh two, so it would have to be. Yeah. Yeah,
1: yeah twenty I think last year was the twentieth anniversary of the fix. And I remember him talking about that album, how uh I guess I think it was him talking about it or somebody else was talking about how he had a crazy budget for that album. Where mm-hmm. he pretty much had every producer he ever wanted on that album, including Kanye West. So, uh, I think that was his death. I think he was on Def Jam or something like that. Yeah. So, he had an insane budget.
3: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Uh, They made him the president of Def Jam South, um, a role I don't know if he really, really wanted, but I mean, (laughs) they just made him that because he's Scarface, man. So, um, (laughs) but yeah, that was a good time, honestly, for some Ace Town legends because Devin the dude had a huge push in budget for his album blind all, well, the budget was that big but he had his highest produced albums at that time because of his work on the chronic
2: mm-hmm. you know he was
3: getting dre beats and shit so it was a good time for some Town legends man uh devin and dude and scarface putting out some classic albums at that time finally getting some mainstream attention that they've yeah. been deserved for a long time even before that so
1: Mm-hmm. yeah
3: good good time man well, it's good time for the for the south in the early 2000s yeah.
1: honestly i, I kind of miss those days where they would just make a rapper a president of a uh, <laughs> company, <laughs> man. the whole cam is the president of uh or the vice president Yo, of the, uh, the, the rock yeah, I, know. <laughs> and then, I forgot who else they have uh vice president or something it was just Like, I kind of miss those days, I mean, Pusha
3: T, the president of fucking good music, music, ain't he? So, I mean, it still happens, I guess. Yeah.
1: But back then, it was super loose where they would just grab any rapper. And you know what? He about to be Def Jam West. (laughs) <laughs> or he about to be the president? Uh, it, it was just do shit like that. It was just like, damn. Like I ain't really Bad appreciate Bad boy it.
3: South, remember that? Bad boy South, yeah. They called MJG, yeah, <laughs> and Jeezy and them. Yep. Yeah.
1: Yeah. G Unit West and all this other shit. <laughs> they yeah, was doing all type was. of shit back in the day.
3: They really, they they really were, <laughs> man. It was it was kind of silly. It, it started with fucking uh uh Death Row. What was it Death Row East? Yeah, remember yeah, I, before remember Pac that. died. Before <laughs> Pac died, he was trying to get Death Row East started. It was supposed to be in the midst of the East Coast, West Coast war. That's hilarious. He was trying to get and Nas made a song about it on Man. his last, on his King's Dead album. Mm. Uh, but yeah, he, he was trying to get Death Row East popping. There's a video of him talking about it. He was like the interview asked because they had signs saying Death Row East. And the interview said, well, what is Death Row East? And Pac said, Do you believe in God? And every you said, Yeah. He said, Then believe in Death Row East. (laughs) Like, what does that mean, Tupac? (laughs) But okay, he he was on, he was wilding at that time, though. So you know how he was. But it was hilarious. Suge Knight was right behind him, not saying a word, just me mugging the camera the whole time. So.
1: I would love yeah. to see who, who was going to hop on uh, Death Row East During this time man
3: <laughs> I, I, Yeah, I, like, like, just yeah ima- like
1: Just imagine all of the rappers around In the east coast during that time mm-hmm. Just jumping on Death Row East
3: <laughs> That would be Like it would cause a civil war In the east in New York <laughs> Who who in New York would go to death row? Easily? That's
1: what I'm trying to think because all the people I thought were off the top of my mind they dissed. So I was they thinking like I, <laughs> I was thinking like I can see Mob Dee, but they dissed them. Jay Z, right? they, they dissed. dissed
3: everybody. Yeah, man. Man. so, so they, they can't they can't be Nas, nice, <laughs> can't be uh, the Locks because they with Biggie. Yeah, they can't like so many people were with Bad Boy. Who would they have signed? Jeru to damage you? I don't know. Somebody random. It would have to be because,
1: yeah. Yeah, I was thinking even like maybe Fat Joe or something. But they were all kind of clipped in with Irv Gotti and all of them, which leads back to Jay-Z and which leads back to um, Diddy and all that shit. Yeah, so it was New York was kind of united during that time. So yeah, it had much to as it could be. Yeah, it had to be somebody maybe unsigned <laughs> that mm-hmm. we don't know about, or who was unsigned during that time or something. <laughs> Whoever
3: signed a Death Row East <laughs> at that time could not be in New York, dog. They would have got no. jumped, robbed, yeah. shot. <laughs> it, it was too hot, like that. That shit was. Too, you could not be walking around with a Death Row East shirt. I, in New York.
1: Yeah, I guarantee you it would have been some niggas that probably wasn't even that good that that nobody really knew that wasn't yep. in that little circle, that NY circle.
3: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know who would have sounded to that, but that would have been hilarious <laughs> to see. I wonder if it would have popped up. Because you know, that was like right before Pac died, he was talking about that type of shit. So, yeah, man. But yeah, that, that's been a long tradition of people making labels and then making offsuits, offshoots, offshoots Per region, yeah. Diddy with Bad boy South, everybody, the yeah. fucking Def Jam, spreading mm-hmm. all across. So yeah, yeah,
1: and and that's something that I guess uh look back at it now, we didn't really appreciate because they was giving them money to start that shit. Yeah. So they was they was getting they they put these rappers in this position and hey, start this, start that. Mm-hmm. You don't really see that now. Everybody pretty damn near independent until you uh, have a big hit. And then they give you a little something, something. But now everybody pretty much on their own.
3: I mean, pretty much. I don't remember any like back then. And maybe it happened, but I just don't remember artists complaining about not being able to put an album out or not being able to put music out. It seemed like everybody dropped when they wanted to drop. Yeah, You know, we got a lot of albums from people who honestly weren't that popular, Mm -hmm. but there was still enough money in the game where you can get Beanie Siegel all these albums. You get Freeway all these albums. Memphis Bleak, who really didn't deserve all the albums he got probably, but he got plenty of albums himself. So Mm
0: -hmm. like that,
3: that's just how it was, man. Now you got people, people who are popping, talking about how they hate their label because they can't put music out when they want to. Yeah, so,
1: and some people, are, I guess, uh, music getting leaked, and we'll get into that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so yeah, the
3: allegedly, game. <laughs> supposedly, rumoredly, but yeah, <laughs> we'll address that in a little bit. But, 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 we digress. Time to get to the shits. Jay Prince tell people what they're listening to right now the gems and juice. <laughs> We are back at it. We are back in full effect. Busy podcast, man. So we got to get right to the shit. A lot of new music dropped, and we got to give you our thoughts on it. And we want to know what y'all think as well, what what we think is worth listening to this weekend. We got football back in full effect. Finally, kind of, sort of. You know what's funny about preseason? (laughs) Like, everybody makes a big deal about the first preseason game. And then you immediately don't give a shit to the regular season starts. start.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And it's, it's getting even worse now because now, you know, you, you'll be lucky to see a starter at this point. But the starters you do see, you see them for like two series and that's it. Yep. And so by like the end of the first quarter, it scrubs in there already. And you like yep. Yeah. You're like, damn! I don't, I don't even care to see this now. <laughs> mm-hmm. So I don't it,
2: care who
3: wins, which is the yeah, worst way to watch any sport. Not I, giving a fuck about who wins I, or loses. I,
1: I know, and then on top of that, you got two more preseason games. Two, uh, pr- pretty much three weeks of this, uh, uh games that don't even matter. Yep. So, <laughs> yeah, so I'm glad
3: they cut out the fourth. Like, honestly, I'm glad they extended the regular season and cut out the fourth because the fourth preseason was always the worst fucking game to watch, man. Yeah, it was the most boring game for me to work because you <laughs> knew it was going to be done but bums in the fucking game. <laughs> it was just a waste, man. So, I'm glad they cut the last preseason game and added another full regular season game. So, I'm happy for that. <laughs> Holly, what's up? What up? and he asked, What's up, man? He asked a question how do artists today make money since we've gone from physical units to virtual units that's a good question um really they made up their own kind of algorithm where so many streams equal a physical sale i don't know what they did to figure out what how you can compare the two but artists still do sell physicals though you know beyonce made a physical she had vinyls out too for her album but the short answer is they figured that so many streams i believe it's like five ten thousand something like that a lot of streams equal one physical
0: sale
1: yeah so and um i'm looking at this question he said how do artists today make money since we're going from physical i don't think they make money off of the actual songs man i think they got to get out there do shows i think they probably got to Come up with some type of merch, probably features, shit yeah. like that, to actually make money. I don't think you know. I don't think they banking on money through you know string string numbers and stuff like that. I think that's more bragging rights to say you know I I I sold fifty thousand my first week or something like that. But I don't think they I don't think they making a living off the streams. To be honest.
3: Yeah, it is merch. If you look on Spotify and probably Apple Music, too, when a new album comes out, you'll see like a list of merch. I saw it for I want to say as Meg The Stallion's album. She had like a lot of merch T-shirts and all this stuff. If you scroll to like the bottom of the album, you'll see all the merch and shit. A lot of them do merch. They do bundles. They do stuff where you get like tour tickets. If you buy certain things, that's kind of how they make their money now. It's all hoops they got to jump through. And of course, the labels, you know, these are 360 deals, by the way. So even their shows, even their TV appearances, all the stuff they normally used to get a lot of money on, mm-hmm. they don't get that much anymore because yeah. they got to split that with the label now. So
0: yeah, yeah. So, I mean,
3: artists these I, days kind of struggling, know, man. Yeah,
0: I
1: don't know how they make money, man. Like I know I've seen some lower end artists who who make their money off of features, and so they kind of charge out the ads for you know features. And, yeah, and that's how they kind of make their living. But um, outside of that, man, I just like with the labels all in their pockets, taking their show money, taking some of their merch money. um, You can forget about the stream numbers because that ain't really much. I just don't see, you know, I just don't know how they (laughs) get any money at this point.
3: Yeah, I mean, they get paid, but the money in the music industry is not what it used to be. And so, yeah, it's a lot. It's a lot of cap, a lot of. Exaggerating going on when you see things on social media, that shit ain't really there. It's probably rented. It. It's probably yeah, something the label yeah. gave them the flex to, on to the be, gram and then to, take it right back. So To
1: be honest, I, I kind of look at those artists. I think I think at that point, if you a hot artist, you could get whatever you want. If, yeah. if you want if you want a Lamborghini, they gonna get you a Lamborghini. I don't know like I'm not saying it's fully paid off or anything, but they're gonna get you a Lamborghini. You might
3: have to recoup it. Yeah, they'll give you it up front, but yep, you got to recoup they, it. Yeah, which means you owe the label now. So yeah. all the money you got will usually go it's, to you, go to the label, exactly. you recoup whatever they got you.
1: Exactly. They get you a house if you want a house. It, uh, money for video shoots, all that. stuff. They probably do all that stuff. But when the money ain't coming in, or you know, numbers going down. They gonna be like, "Hey, you owe us this." Yeah. <laughs> hey, remember yep. that shit? We got you right here. That's us. <laughs> mm-hmm. So it, it's kind of like you know, um, you. I think you see it a lot with a lot of athletes who are going to the to the draft. Those banks are willing to give you whatever you want.
3: <laughs> oh yeah, because
1: they know you're gonna get that money back. <laughs> you going to the draft, so you know why you think people like you know, LeBron in high school got a fucking Hummer. Mm-hmm. They know he was gonna make it big, or they was at least banking on it. So they're like, "Hey, give him a Hummer." <laughs> so yeah, they little, little, little shit like that. They know he was gonna get it back. So yep. you know that's cool. So
3: and the label gonna get their money back, man, one way or the other. If you gotta, <laughs> if you gotta take your money for the rest of your life. While you're fucking you're making money off your music, they will. But what up, Tab? Glad you're joining us as well, man. Got Tab. the whole fam coming in here. So what up, Tab? Um, but we digress. Let's get to this shit. First off, quick quick checkup, man. We got to get the training camp update. I know you've been down there. I know you've been rubbing elbows with all the players and the coaches and Cal McNair and all them figures. <laughs> so what's your report? How you been this weekend? How, how's it been uh, seeing being at Texas training camp?
1: I think a lot of people are um, super excited, man. I I don't know how the season gonna go, but people are in a good mood. Is um, uh, it's a good vibe here. I saw Cal this morning, Cal and the wifey. And, yeah. Um. Yeah, they talked to us after after the show and all that stuff, and they were in a good mood, man. I never seen I never seen owners like this before because usually it's hard to get in touch with the owners, but now, man, it's this got to be the weirdest thing ever because you've seen them out at training camp almost every day. They was out there every day. They was taking pictures with fans. Um, I want to say Wednesday or Thursday. They, uh, I, I think it was Wednesday. Um, Calvin there actually cooked hamburgers for the fans. Mm-hmm. Like, damn, like, what owner? Like, show me an owner you know <laughs> that did that for their fans. Like any anybody else, probably would have just ordered Chick Fil A or something, and had had Chick Fil A passing out burgers or something or chicken sandwiches. But no, he he was actually out there on the grill, man. And that's that's crazy. I kind of respect them for it, man. Like like, don't pay your way out of it, man. Rub some elbows, man. Try to get these fans back on your side. So um, this week been kind of good, man.
3: Yeah, no, nah, it seems like it. And yeah, Cal been active, man. He's doing the uh, he's kissing babies, passing out turkeys, man, doing a Nino Brown thing, dog. I see it. I respect the vision, man. I see what he's doing. But now nah, for real, it, it's dope that he's out there interacting with fans, cooking yeah. for people. Mm-hmm. That shit's pretty dope. Uh, oh yeah, Holl- <laughs> uh, yeah, Cal and uh Holl- <laughs> says Calvin figure tight now. Don't forget us. Yeah, you might be gone, dog. <laughs> what, what if Cal asks you to do a podcast for him? It's gotta be about what he wants to talk about. I, and he gives you a good bag. We might have to say bye to the ginger juice podcast. I know, man. <laughs>
1: man. <laughs> I'll let y'all know what podcast I'm gonna be on.
3: <laughs> yep. Yep, yep, yep. Might be the end, man. I, I'll be like, hey,
1: the only thing I'll tell Cal, hey, the only thing we gotta do, we gotta bring Ryan Rockin on board. Oh we're gonna be shucks. yeah, we oh. be all good, man.
3: <laughs> you might look through my timeline and say, Hell no. <laughs> he be like, well, okay, sorry, I tried,
1: <laughs> but yeah, but yeah, uh, he's actually a cool dude. I, uh, when I saw him on Wednesday at training camp, he was walking by. I was like, "Yo, cat, what's up with the burgers?" And he stopped. <laughs> he, he pointed at me. He's he like, "How you like your burger?" <laughs> and he like, medium, medium well, I'm like medium well. And then he started going uh, down the line, pointing at other media people. Like, how you like Mm -hmm. your burger? How you like your burger? He was, like, in a good mood. I'm like, damn, Damn. that's crazy.
3: (laughs) Now, that's dope, man. Especially since we had never, like, seen him like that before. You know, all these years with the Texans, even after his father had passed, like, we had never seen – like, we see him on TV at games. We know he's there. Yeah. But for him to actually be involved in the community – yeah, uh, doing stuff for the fans. That's dope. That's good to see,
1: man. Yeah, so, another big yeah. deal was he actually did an interview on 610, man. That was <laughs> yeah, that had never happened before. So he they they getting down dirty.
3: Yeah, he said <laughs> you're gonna be doing podcasts on a G6. Yeah, man, you're gonna be <laughs> doing that shit
1: on private planes.
3: Yeah. You're gonna be in a mansion doing the podcasts, getting your feet rubbed. Uh yeah man, you might you might be out of here, Figgy. I, I wouldn't be <laughs> mad at you though, dog. I'd be yeah. glad glad for the glow up, but yeah, Figgy might be out of here, man. <laughs> figgy, rubbing the elbows with the elite with the boys YZ, with the billionaires.
1: Yeah, I'll be like, like, hey, see. guess what? I'm moving the River Oaks. <laughs> I just got a crib in River Oaks. <laughs> I'm saying that's the to yeah, Tony sir. Busby now.
3: <laughs> yep, yep, yep. Sorry, y'all. Yeah,
1: moved up. I'll, I'll be out there getting the uh the fucking newspaper in the robe, like, hey Tony. <laughs> hey Cal. <Kyle." Yep. laughs>
3: <laughs> Holly Rachel Worshipper also says, I think of how mega rich Michael Jackson, the Rolling Stones Prince, don't see artists being that wealthy off of pure album sales. Yeah, that's true. If you think about it, even they complain about their label. Yeah. Prince caught he said he was a slave to Warner Brothers. Mm-hmm. Michael Jackson says Tony was racist <laughs> Like as much money As they got and they were probably some of the highest Paid artists of all time And they still had issues with their label yeah. Back in the peak Money making time of music And they so. could
1: probably get whatever they want too yeah. And they were still complaining So just imagine Somebody like uh, uh, I don't want to use Meg But just uh, mm-hmm. just a, a, a Regular artist Going through what they're going through. It's just like, damn, that's probably 10 times worse than what no, Mike definitely. and Prince was going through.
3: Yeah, yeah. Because after a while, you really couldn't tell them shit. But, yeah. you know, somebody who fucking like a Meek Mill or somebody who's having issues, it's like, would anybody really care? Yeah. I mean, Meek got some fans, but it's not going to be like Michael Jackson type outcry or Prince outcry. So it's got to deal with it, man. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, good Good to see you're out there. Of course, the Texans start. You know, by the time you're hearing this podcast, it'll probably, it'll probably be game day if you're listening on the audio side. So yeah, a lot going on. Make sure y'all stay tuned to In The Loop for updates on what's going on with the team. Of course, if you're in Houston, assuming that you are, you might not be. We nationwide, you know, so <laughs> I'm not giving a shit. Who cares? Anyway, we got a whole lot of music to break down, man. It was a busy, finally, I've been waiting. I've been waiting finally for some music to listen to, dog. They had to get
1: Beyonce out the way, man. They couldn't drop around Beyonce. (laughs) But I want to ask
3: about that, though, (laughs) dog, because now it's been like, what, two weeks since Beyonce dropped? Yeah. And we're getting all these albums? Now, you would think with somebody like Beyonce, they would spread it out a little bit more than that. Yeah. Are people no longer afraid of Beyonce? Is she no longer? I saw the projections for her album this week. She did, I think, 326K first week. And this week is projected to be like 90. Mm. So are people no longer scared of dropping around Beyonce season? Is she no longer? And I don't know what her his long history, she debuted number one. Yeah. So not saying like she fell off. Yeah. But are people no longer scared of dropping around Beyonce season now? Um uh, hmm.
1: yeah. I think. I, don't, I think I think they still kind of respect her. They keep they give her her space. I ain't gonna sit there and say they're not scared because I don't think anybody gonna try to drop on Beyonce week. Yeah, but I do feel like they kind of gave her a two week cushion where they just like you know what, let's get the first week out the way. You know, and no way in hell I'm dropping something. And a couple people dropped some shit where it kind of went way under the rug. I ended up Mm -hmm. listening to it this week. (laughs) Shout out to Doughboy. But, um, yeah, I think even the second week, I felt like they still wanted to kind of give her a little space just to get that second week (laughs) out the way. And then, you know, now it's like, all right, let's drop. Because, you know, I don't want to sit here and say, I ain't heard the Beyonce album since, or I ain't hear nobody playing it because I still... I still kinda hear some people talking about it, but it seems like it's cool to drop now. <laughs> yeah. It's not a thing where the album is just going so insane where it's like, damn, let me, you know, let me slow down because um people still, you know, playing this album and they, they ain't gonna they ain't gonna check my shit out because the Beyonce album's still going. I think um I think now it kind of cooled off a little bit.
3: Yeah, and I mean, I don't want to say this too early because there's still plenty of time left in a year, but I think the Beyonce album is underperforming by a good bit, especially considering the hype people had you believe this album was going to be. And when you look at the top streaming artists on Spotify, it was like Beyonce for a few days. Then it quickly went back up to like Taylor Swift and even Eminem got back up there because he dropped the greatest hits album and like I think I think she drops like number nine mm-hmm. most streamed artist in the day, and I'm like, okay, I, I think it might be underperforming, man. But we'll uh, yeah. we'll have that talk later on in yeah. the year once I'm, we have.
1: I'm kind of curious because I wonder, I wonder, is it fair to say she's under underperforming, or is this just the bar of music at this point? That, that's, we, that's a good point too That kinda, could be true Yeah cause we You know We we said the same thing About Kendrick How you know mm. After that week We haven't went back To that album And the, the sales Wasn't that good We said that About quite a few albums yeah. So I'm wondering And you know We even talked about Her sales How you know We thought it was Kinda low Because I thought she I mean I, I, I ain't sitting there Saying I thought She was gonna go Platinum the first week But I thought She was at least Gonna crack 500k Mm-hmm. And you know, so you know, the 300k was kind of a l- little short to me. But I'm wondering if if that's the bar at this point, because remember, it was almost a plus that you go gold and yeah, <laughs> like in the first week or two. Now it's like, now it's like, damn, like is that the is that the bar at this point? The the crack, <laughs> the crack gold. <laughs> so I, I wonder, do we need to kind of adjust the bar now?
3: I mean, maybe like the last big album I remember is really like it wasn't even that long ago. It was one year ago. Certified Lover Boy by Drake. Yeah. I felt like that album was number one for like two months and straight, man. Yeah. Like every week, it seemed like that album was number one. It took a while before it to even drop off of the top five. So mm-hmm. that's an album. And I still am lukewarm on that fucking album. <laughs> but I can't front like it was here today, gone tomorrow. That shit ruled the entire year. Yeah. After a drop, man. So, yeah, I, I don't know if I'm ready to say like the music game is just completely different now or maybe this album just didn't connect with people like we thought it would. I mean, it is kind of gay techno music in a way, man. I don't- <laughs> <laughs> so we got yeah. to we got to admit that part. But um, I don't know, man. We'll see. We'll we'll see towards the end of the year. Of course she's gonna, you know, do bigger things and music videos and all that yeah. stuff. So it'll we'll probably get
1: boosted. That's, Once yeah. a tour, she gonna stay out when she
3: goes on tour, period. Yeah. So she gonna be okay.
1: Yeah. Side note, I, I'm I'm sick of people talking about uh criticizing the people that don't care for the album, saying, Oh, y'all just don't y'all just have a closed mind or
2: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like damn,
1: like so so just because she do it, we gotta fuck with dance music now. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like, damn. <laughs> I hate I'm, I'm tired of people saying that.
3: And it's like you I, I kind of feel like I know we're getting way off topic here, but uh, I kind of feel like they're doing this dance music because they thought it would be more international. They're trying to compete with Bad Bunny, which yeah. if you check the charts, fucking Bad Bunny is ruling the charts right now, man. Damn near every week, he's number one most streamed artist. Biggest album, like that's gonna be the biggest album that dropped this year, most likely. Yeah, and I think they think that this dance shit is gonna be more international, and they're trying to tap into the international markets. But I don't think these markets are fucking with Drake and Beyonce like that. Yeah, you know. So I don't know, man. Yeah. Beyonce dropping a new remix every week. She got one with Madonna out. She dropping a fucking uh, remake of Ron of uh, the yeah. Ivy Brothers. Yeah, she song. actually
1: dropped that today. <laughs>
3: Yeah, <laughs> I didn't even hear that shit. And I'm not mad at the remake. I actually heard a snippet. I'm like, okay, this could be actually good.
1: Yeah, it sounds yeah, okay. Sound okay. Bad
3: Bunny is huge, Tab. Like if you, Tab, Bad Bunny is ruined the fucking... I, I don't know no fucking Bad Bunny songs, I'll admit. Uh, but I'm old, so look, I admit i, I'm just I know if touch. I see
1: He's ruined. Look, I know if I see Bad Bunny in the grocery store,
3: I, I don't <laughs> I care. I wouldn't know who the fuck he was. Yeah,
1: and if I find out who he is... I'm taking a fucking picture with him, man. Oh, That's hell how yeah. I, I, look, I'll be scared to take pictures with certain people. Sometimes I'll be a little too too cocky and uh, too arrogant. bad. I'm like, hey, excuse me, ma'am, Can you take this picture of us? <laughs> like, I don't care. I'm getting the picture with Bad Bunny, man, because Duh. that dude is on fire. He's ruling the world right now.
3: Dog, I would be drowning in Latina pussy right now if I had one picture with Bad Bunny, man. You realize like how many bad Latina bitches I could have just with, with yeah. one picture? I don't care if it's blurry. Yeah, as long as you can know, tell it's me and Bad Bunny. Let me put that shit on Instagram, man. That shit go yeah. crazy, dog.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: <laughs> Damn. But uh, yeah, so I don't know if that's dance music is just because Meg The Stallion album had a dance song on it too. Yeah. I kind of feel like they're trying this dance shit to be more international, but I don't know if it's working out like they thought it would, man.
0: But Yeah,
1: look, I, I like I like artists that's, you know, trying something different. I'm all for that. But man, like, when you listen to the real artists, that uh, the real dance artists that be doing this, these DJs and stuff like that, they got it down on pat, man. So, I think unless you go to them, unless you collab with them, I I just don't think it's gonna hit the same, man. I think for somebody like Beyonce or Meg to you know try to step in that world, they are gonna have to get with a David uh, Guetta or whoever you know is making that type of music. They gonna have to, uh, they will have to work with them to me, and actually have their name on the song to take off like that. I I don't just because that that's the problem I had with the Drake album. I thought it would have been dope if he collabed with one of the dance, you know, like, big-time dance uh, DJs or producers like that. But it seemed like they kind of, like, his team tried to make something like that. And it to me, it didn't hit. It didn't hit as much.
3: Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know, man. We'll, we'll see. I, like I said, I don't want to assume based off of, like, two weeks. I'm not calling Beyonce washed but i just i don't think this dance trend is working out like they thought it would but we'll see there's still time in a year
1: yeah I, and plus i think music is in a funky place where they trying to figure out where the fuck the sales at what the fuck people yeah. like because uh everybody all the big all the big dogs then drop something and their sales was low yeah so they trying to figure yep. out where the fuck what the fuck are people listening to at this point <laughs> So they might try to yeah. branch off the country at some point. <laughs>
3: Good, man, they're just throwing shit out of the wall now. I, they, niggas yeah. going to start speaking Spanish. <laughs> Dre going to drop a Spanish speaking a, a Bad album.
1: Bunny album. Next.
3: Yes, I would not <laughs> be surprised. Yeah. Uh, Holly Rich, Holly Rich Worshipper says the last platinum album was Taylor Swift's 1989 and 2014. That can't be right. That that can't be right. The, That's the last platinum album? That that can't they, be right. Or Taylor Swift.
1: Taylor Swift last platinum album? He I,
3: he said the last... I'm assuming he meant the last album to go platinum <clears> was Taylor Swift in 2014. That can't be right. Mm. I'm looking up, okay, what albums went platinum in 2021? Olivia Rodrigo and Morgan Wallen. Mm. They topped the 2021 golden... No, nah, there's no way. That's the last platinum album. There has to be more than that. Um, but I, I do think going platinum is more rare and you see singles go platinum all the time it seems but that can't yeah. be the last platinum album we gotta look we gotta fact check that man i don't know yeah. but we'll fact check it later because we got a lot to break down we 30 minutes and we ain't talked about no albums yet man so we gotta yeah. get into the new releases dog we gotta talk about um i will start with the game album okay
1: <laughs> that's so, but i that take two hours
3: <laughs> <laughs> yes, we'll get the tough part out first because this album is long. This album is really long. It is thirty tracks long, I believe. Um, it is called Drillmatic. Um, now, the way he promoted this album, I thought it was going to be entirely produced by Hitboy. Yeah, which kind of got me excited because you know he's done great work with Nas, kind of reinvigorated his career. Um, but I don't think that's the case. I think hit boy only did like five songs on here, man. Mm. So another one of games lies <laughs> or gross exaggerations <laughs> talking about, he had an album with hit boy and it was mm-hmm. only a few songs, but um, so yeah, the album is called Drillmatic. Uh A lot of features on it. The typical look uh, typical game features. He got a young boy, NBA, YG, yeah. Ty Dollar Sign, Jeremiah, Two Chains, Pusha T, Lil Wayne, G Herbo, Kanye West on two songs Twista, Tory Lanes, I think I already said him, Moneybag Yo, Meek Mill, ASAP Rocky, French Montana, Rick Ross, Chris Brown, Chloe, and Cassie. Yeah,
1: Five Yo Four, Ice T.
3: Yeah, I think <laughs> the Ice T thing was a sample. But was it? Yeah. yeah, kind of, yeah. Um, and Big Sean. I skipped that song completely. I'm yeah. not even going. <laughs> I didn't even hear Big Sean's verse. You hate Big Somebody Sean that much? It.
1: Huh? You hate Big Sean that much?
3: I don't like it, man. <laughs> I really don't like Big Sean. I really don't like Big Sean. <laughs> and that beat was ass, too. So I just didn't want to listen to it. Oh, you got Blueface on here, too.
1: Blueface. So, and Cameron. Yeah. Cameron.
3: Cam- Cam- yeah. Oh, that Cameron song was rough. Uh, but. Uh, We'll give an overview of the album. Figgy, I'm going to start with you. We're not going to go track by track, of course. (laughs) Too many songs here. But uh, this is Game's first album in a while. I want to say a few years. He kind of teased this being his last album. But I think he's kind of drawn that back already. Because I haven't heard any talk about that yet. Yeah. Um, But... This is a project he's been hyping up for about, I want to say, close to a year, it seems now, man. Like, he's been talking about this album, Geomatic, for a while now. Yeah. Finally put it out. Um, Of course, a lot of controversial things, including a Eminem diss we'll talk about at length uh, pretty soon. But just your general thoughts on the album, man. Did you like it? Do you think Game is back? Do you think this ranks up there with the documentary and Doctor's Advocate? Or do you think (laughs) game is kind of washed up in his uh advanced age right now. How do you feel about this album?
1: Man, uh to answer your last question, that do not th- this album do not stand up to the documentary or Devil's <laughs> Advocate. <laughs> but um I actually enjoyed this album, man. It wasn't it wasn't bad. The only thing I have a problem with is I felt like this album had no direction to it. <laughs> this album to me it seemed like it was all over the place. It seemed like he was because It's weird because game, it seemed like game don't really have a style. Like Rick Ross have that same style. You know what you get when the Rick Ross is on there? You're going to get a huh, oh. and then you know, you know what he's going to do. It seemed like game always adapts to what the other person is doing. So if he's on the song with Busy Bone, he's going to rap fast just like Busy Bone. If he's on a song with Jay Z, he gonna try to rap like Jay Z. If he's on a song with um, Rick Ross, he's gonna try to rap like Rick. He gonna try to kind of do what they do a little bit, and that's that's the problem I always had with it. And even when he rap with younger cats, he try to rap like them a little bit. And it's like, man, like that's the that's the only problem I had with him. And that kind of and with all the features, NBA Youngboy, Five Year roddy rich you all type of other people on here and that kind of make the album sound like it's all over the place so um you know that's that's me being kind of picky because you know usually when you get an album you kind of want some structure to it but as far as just all 31 songs i felt like majority of them sounded good but um this, this this the crazy part. The one song, like I liked the song with Pusha T. I thought that song was dope, Pusha T and Two Chains. But the one song I kept going back to that I uh, this might be a guilty pleasure, or you know something. I I might be embarrassed bear the liking, but I really like the song with um, Young Boy uh, NBA Young Boy.
3: I like that song too. I like that yeah, song I
1: actually put that. I put that in the Serato man. I'm like out of all these other songs, I like I like that one the most. That's the song I kept going back to. It's it's some good gym music. It's some good hype music. I like that song a lot, man. I even like NBA YoungBoy uh, mm-hmm. uh, verse, and I can't tell you other verses I like from him. But um, that was one of my favorite songs off the album, and that's the song I kept going back to. I listened to the whole thing. It Took me two hours, mm-hmm. but I listened to the whole thing. And, um, yeah, man, I think, I think it's pretty solid album, man. The, the only downside is the, is too long, man. Pause. I think if he, <laughs> I, I, if he, if he would have put like half of the tracks out and then maybe drop next year, I thought that, I, I think that would have been fine. I just don't understand, you know, the logic we, we talk about p- sales and all this other stuff. I wonder what's the logic behind putting out 30 songs. Like, I, I, I never got Chris Brown do it. I just don't understand the logic of, hey, let me put out 30 songs. Let me put a two-hour album out. And, you know, I, I wonder what's the benefit behind this. Because, it's you know, it's a turnoff. Like, if it was anybody else, I probably wouldn't even listen to it. Like, I, I guess I just had time this morning. Where I'm like, fuck it, let me just go through. Because, you know, we ain't had no mu- new music in a long time. So, I'm like, "Fuck it, let me just see what's on here but i I listen to some of the Chris Brown album I'm not it's just a turn off to see all of these damn tracks so that's that's probably the biggest downfall of this album, man, but if this album was like cut in half, maybe let's say maybe the first thirteen songs, fourteen songs, I thought the album would have been solid, but um. Yeah, outside of that, man, I think that I think the album was pretty good, man.
3: So you would say it's qualified
1: then. It's Officially. qualified. Let me hit the okay. qualified drop.
3: Yeah, but yeah, the- I think I think qualified. with the uh with the long albums, they're kind of trying to juice the streams in a way. Because I mean they basically do this by two ways. If you have a really big song, um, when it's short, you get a lot of replays and people running it back. But people like Chris Brown and people like gang, they ain't going to make a song that's a minute, 30 seconds, you know. So the way they get around that and still juice their streams is to put out an album with 30 songs on it because, you know, everybody going to at least listen to every song for a good 30 seconds, which I think is enough to count for one play. Mm. So you add that up with everybody with 30 times. And then it's basically I think they're trying to gain the system that way because I can't mm. really think I, I'm with you like these songs just aren't good enough to be, it it don't need to be this long. Yeah. And I think I thought it definitely would have been better for him to drop like a deluxe addiction maybe next month or a little later in a year. But at the the same time, it's just too much music to consume, man. It's a lot here and yeah, it's tough to get through the entire thing, man. I'll be honest. (laughs) But as far as what I thought, man, I feel like it's definitely a game album and When you listen to game albums, there are times when you feel like this dude is really underrated. <laughs> and then you get to the next song, and you're like, okay, now I see why he's rated where he is. <laughs> like, now I get why we don't put him up at the top when we talk about, like, the best rappers, you know? And then you get to the next song, it's like, man, I don't know, though. And the next song is going to be right back. <laughs> like, okay, I get it.
1: All over the because, place.
3: Yeah, because... <laughs> Game is really good when he's just rapping like himself. Yeah. You know, he did that L.A. Leakers freestyle last week and he killed that shit, man. Yeah. Like he really went off. And when he just rapping like himself and he has a good number of songs on here where he's just rapping like himself. I like uh, Father's Prayer. I like uh, there are some other songs like that, too, man. What We Not Gonna Do was Okay um, Heart versus Mind was really good. Uh, that song was really good, man. And I feel like if you just rap like that, he would be more highly regarded.
0: Mm-hmm. But as
3: you said, he does the thing where he tries to sound like another rapper on these songs. I was getting into the album. I listened to it sequentially. You know, it starts off with a great intro with one time with the Ice tea feature. I think it had a sample from Colors, which was fire. Gets you in that gang banging California mood. Mm-hmm. And then he drops the song with Easy with Kanye West. I, I didn't think they needed the second song. He could have put that a little further down. <laughs> um, but okay. And then we get to burning checks with Fabio Forum. And we get game rapping like pop smoke. Yes. <laughs> and I'm like, <laughs> I'm groaning at this point. Three checks in. And I'm already like, oh, man. Game back at it. And in the next song, Voodoo, he's clearly doing Kendrick Lamar. Yep. (laughs) Like I don't know if he thought he was going to get a Kendrick feature on this song and that's why he did it. But he's (laughs) clearly doing like a Kendrick Lamar parody or something, man. Because he's doing the exact same delivery in The Voice. (laughs) So now I'm like, oh man. (laughs) Uh, and, And Home Invasion was a good one. Like you said, OPP with Young Boy. Was a really good song. Uh, and there's good songs in here, man. But it just gets so corny when he uh starts rapping like another rapper, and yeah. it's so blatant and obvious what he's doing. Yeah. Uh so yeah, it's tough. I, I gotta talk about the fucking remakes too, man. Okay.
1: Oh uh, yeah.
3: <laughs> I'm surprised you didn't bring this up. I forgot you about Cleveland, that, dog. Yeah,
1: I forgot about I- that.
3: I-, I-, I could not forget about this. There is a song. <laughs> where they sample thuggish, ruggish bone. Yeah. It's called Chrome slugs in harmony <laughs> featuring little Wayne. And I want to say G Herbo. Yes. Now, man, I think y'all know how we feel about these remakes in general, <laughs> but I feel like, okay, there's, there's gotta be like you, you, some shit you just shouldn't touch, man. Yeah. I, I understand you want to get a hit, I understand some shit's classic. You could sample a hook from a song, but if you're going to remake a beat, at least make it good, dog. Yeah. Bugger's Rugger's Bone is maybe like the best rap beat of all time. My opinion, man. Yeah. I would put it up there. Top five rap beats ever made. Bugger's <laughs> Rugger's Bone is an incredibly hard beat, man. And what they did to this, I feel like there should be a federal investigation. <laughs> I want the feds who raided Trump at Mar-a-Lago to go raid whoever produced this horse shit and game and Lil Wayne for his ass verse on here, too. His verse was bad. I was disappointed, man, because Lil Wayne been killing shit recently. But I want an investigation as to why this atrocity was released, man.
1: Yeah, It kind of threw me off a little bit because it was like a whole different beat. And then the thug is rugged bone beat. Start kicking, yeah. in, Where I thought I had something else playing, <laughs> it seemed like it was two different things playing at the same time, and I was just like, eh. <laughs> like I don't like, I, damn. I, I was kind of shocked they even did that.
3: Yeah, yeah, and, and the, uh, 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 I just did not like it, man. Like that's one of those beats. Like if you're gonna sample, if you're gonna try to remake the beat, you gotta do it justice, man. And they did not. Like I'm not gonna say the beat was completely awful, but why would I just not listen to Thuggers Ruggish Bone? Yeah. Man? If I want to hear this shit. It sounded bad, dog, compared to the original beat. It just yeah. didn't it, it it didn't remix it or they, improve they it sh- in any noticeable yeah. way.
1: I think I think he was better off just like trapping the beat out a little bit or
3: yeah.
2: making
1: it uh a pot smoke type of thuggers ruggish yeah. bone or something. I would have respected that a little more. <laughs>
3: Out of respect, just rapping over the regular beat. Me man. too. Me like too. that would have been way better than this. <laughs> this this was embarrassing, man. That's that's one of those classic hip hop beats, yeah. and I feel like some shit should just be untouched. But they tried it and it did not work. Um, Other remakes, We'll get to the Eminem disc tab. I, I see you in the comments. No, we'll get to the Eminem disc in a minute because that's going to take a little minute to to digest as well. Yeah. It's a ten minute fucking song, <laughs> but. uh, other remakes I didn't really care for. Oh, Money Cash Clothes. Yeah. Uh, Now, Game mentioned he had like seven or eight or something samples he cleared from Jay-Z. And everybody kind (laughs) of (laughs) laughed when he announced that. But uh, this was one of them. He sampled a number of Jay-Z beats. One of them didn't even make it on the official end of the album because we'll talk about that in a minute. (laughs) But there's a song called Money Cash Close with ASAP Rocky. <laughs> and of course, you could tell what song they sampled. And it sounded terrible, mainly because they had to remake the entire beat, because I don't think they could get the rights to the original sample. Because the sample it sampled an old video game called Golden Axe. Mm. Uh, Swiss beat sampled like some noises from that game to make that beat. And clearly they couldn't clear that or didn't want to. So they remade the beat and it sounds even shittier. <laughs> so, this song was terrible. Money, um, cash,
1: clothes. Money, cash. Yeah. Cl- that sounds like a kids' bop version. <laughs> money, cash,
3: clothes. <laughs> <laughs> right? right? I thought I was under the clean Like, why should have said song, money, money, cash, money
1: cash clothes? Hold. You should have said money, cash, hoes, man. Right.
3: Money. <laughs> there had to be a, a more clever rhyme than money, cash, clothes. <laughs> uh, uh, it's I guess ASAP. I guess he was trying to match it with ASAP style because he's a fashion ass nigga. Maybe yeah. he thought that that would sound more ASAP Rocky ish. I don't know, but that <laughs> song was bad. Um, they also sampled Taylor on what song was that? I want to say it was "Talk to Me Nice." Maybe I gotta mm. listen real quick. Yeah, it was "Talk to Me Nice." They sampled a "Show Nuff by Taylor, and I didn't like that either. <laughs> I mean, like these are cla- like, like I said, they're taking yeah. great beats and making them shitty. Yeah. In my opinion, <laughs> Tab says one of those YouTube <laughs> instrumental type beats. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. <laughs> and like I said, when, when you if you're going to sample something, you got to at least make it hot or, or, or try, man. But when, you, yeah. when you just take the melody and put all these 2022 sounding bullshit in it, yeah. it, it, it don't sound good, man. I'm I'm getting sick of this remake. Like I'd rather you just wrap up the original beat. <laughs> you, you ain't you ain't got to jazz it up with these trap generic ass trap jumps <laughs> that everybody uses in their shit now. Yeah. It's getting old, man. <laughs> um. Oh yeah, we got real quick. Uh, there was a feature with Nipsey Hustle, and that song sampled. I want to say it was uh what song was it? I can't remember. It was a Jay Z song. They sampled. Um, oh. It wasn't Song Cry. Was uh, it a Song Cry? I can't remember. Nah. I, I forgot what the know, song even know, sounds like.
1: I now. know. Uh, I I think it was a song off. Of it was Campy Life. That's right. Oh, they sampled Campy Life. Campy oh. life. Yeah. yeah. Okay.
3: They sampled Campy Life. It was a song with Nipsey Hussle, and they actually pulled the song from the album. But if mm. you look on Spotify, you can see like the song, but it's blanked out. Mm. It's blanked on Apple Music. Uh, and allegedly, Nipsey hustles people got upset mm. about, you know, being because, you know, the whole thing with WAC 100, who was games manager. Oh, yeah. Kind of talking greasy about Nipsey after he died. And to be fair, I don't think Game has said anything disrespectful to Nipsey. I, but I, just the fact that his guy is yeah. saying this shit.
0: Yeah.
1: I think Game was actually kind of hurt. I mean, looking from the outside in. Yeah, like he was hurt. Remember, he remember he had that stupid ass post saying, "Hey, um, my daughter want or son wanted to ride in the blue coupe because of Nipsey or some shit." Mm-hmm. Like he was, uh, he was actually really fucked fucked up over the shit. So that was even more weird. How his manager, or former manager, or whatever, this guy Whack One Hundred was kind of going in on Nipsey.
3: Yeah. No, he you could tell he was fucked up because uh game and nip game fuck with Nipsey, man. Yeah, um really kind of close to the beginning. You know, Mm -hmm. they had been close for a minute. So yeah, yeah, they had a song together here. It sounded like you can find the song if you look on the internet. Yeah, you're not gonna find on streaming, um, but you can find it if you look around the internet, and it sounded like an old, old Nipsey verse, man. Mm -hmm. Like it sounded like old Nipsey. The song's called World World Tours, by the way, if you want to look for it. But the the Nipsey verse sounded like it was a very basic sounding old Nipsey sound. Um, but the song, uh, I mean, it should probably should have been on the album because um, yeah. it was a nice little game, kind of saying farewell to Nipsey and talking about him and his memories about him. So mm-hmm. it would be nice to have on the album. But I understand why his people yeah. might have a problem with it being mm-hmm. whack one hundred talking too much on fucking Clubhouse about bullshit ruining people's careers now. So. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um. So not. I, I know. I'll say about that. So let's get into the Eminem disc.
1: Did you wait real quick? Did you have a problem with the other samples too? The um. One of the each sample one of the other Jay Z songs too. Uh. The, um, what else did he sample? It was something. I, I'm sh- I think it was something on the Dynasty.
0: Um.
3: Oh, change the game. Dun, dun, oh, that's dun, right. Sample changed the dun, dun, game. Yeah. I mean, I didn't really care about that one that much because yeah. that, that's that's one of those beats where it's like it, it don't sound that good now. I yeah. liked it a lot when it first when that song first came out. Yeah. But listening back to it does sound kind of dated a yeah. little bit. So I didn't really care too much yeah. about them and, doing it. I mean, it was lazy how they just kind of remade the entire song yeah. with the same first cadence and hook. Yeah. But I mean, whatever.
1: Yeah. And then the other song, um, he he remade the mob deep the getaway. Yeah. I, I actually I actually liked that one. That one wasn't that bad to me. And it, it didn't yeah. sound exactly like it. It was the same sample. But um yeah, I actually I was actually okay with that one.
3: Yeah, I didn't mind that one either. Um like it kind of kept the feel of the original song, which I thought was better than trying to trap it up and put all the fucking sound effects yeah. and bullshit in it. Yeah. So I didn't mind that one either. Um plus it was kind of like a little heartfelt tribute about you know working with Mob Deep and Prodigy and all that. So yeah. I didn't mind that either. Mm-hmm. Um, the worst ones are the ones I went off on, though. <laughs> yeah. You know, by far the thuggers ruggish bones shit was a crime, <laughs> honestly. So yeah, but the rest of them I didn't mind that much.
2: <laughs> yeah.
3: Um, so yeah, skin to the Eminem diss, man. So he teased that he was gonna diss Eminem and for background on this shit, and maybe I'm missing something, but Game has kind of been picking at Eminem. Apparently, he wanted to do a versus with Eminem, which (laughs) hilariously, I guess, he thought he would actually get. Yeah. Um, But it's kind of stemmed from the whole Super Bowl performance that Dre, Snoop, Mary J. Blige, 50 Cent, and Eminem did. Um, Game felt like he should have been a part of that. And most people disagree, including us. Yeah um but he he really felt like he should have been up there he went on drink champs talked about it and he first kind of sent shots at 50 about it and 50 kind of made some instagram comments but mostly ignored him and now somehow that got turned to eminem's way a game wants to do a verse with eminem eminem of course is not replying so eminem or game went ahead and he said he was gonna drop a song called the black slim shady (laughs) which is a 10-minute Eminem
2: diss.
3: (laughs) Um, Now, for the first half of the song, it's kind of more like paying homage. He's more just rapping like Eminem used to rap. And when used to, I mean like back in 99, 2000. So 20 years ago, Eminem (laughs) is how he was rapping on the beginning of the song. And then it kind of transitions into a diss. Talking about You know, very basic things, uh, how Eminem wishes he was white, how he's not in the top five, how he don't get play in the hood. Basically, all the things we've heard people say uh, time and time again, the game just kind of reiterated it here. Um, And and yeah. uh, So at the end, he kind of challenges Eminem to pick up his pen and reply, say something. Um, And that's pretty much it. And this is the Hit Boy beat as well. The beat is actually pretty good on this song. I say yeah. that much. But Figgy, what do you think about this disc towards Eminem? Do you think it's Ether Part 2 or what?
1: No. No, the, man, This these days are over, man. Like, I would have respected this if this was 2004, <laughs> if this was 2005, somewhere around there. But. We, I mean, look, man, we already been tearing up Eminem (laughs) for uh, the shit he been putting out. And then we, you know, I felt like he got a little embarrassed with the MGK shit. Like, I know a lot of people saying, oh, you know, I forgot the name of that damn song. Um, uh, Oh, uh,
3: Kill Shot, wasn't it? Or Uh, was that Eminem's reply? I can't remember.
1: uh, I think that might have been Eminem's reply. Kill Shot, I think. Yeah, but um,
3: every it's in rap like rap devil.
1: That's right. It was rap devil. Rap, uh, okay, yeah. Whatever song it was, all these Eminem fans like, oh, see, he he killed MGK, blah blah. Like, but the dude got embarrassed. He like, like we gotta remember, man. This dude made a diss song towards MGK. Like, did we ever think MGK? And that's my man's. Did we ever think MGK was on the same level as Eminem? <laughs> Like this dude had to reply like this dude got buried so bad he had to reply to MGK. <laughs> so to me that's like to me that's already bad that's already a loss to me. Like when somebody that low get you out your hookup that bad because at least look man, like talking about beefs, Cameron and Dipset been dissing Jay-Z for a long time. Jay-Z ain't go out, he'll make a, he'll throw a little couple shots and all that shit in some songs, he'll remix the songs, but he ain't giving a, he ain't giving you a a fucking original song just dedicated to you, (laughs) Jay-Z ain't doing that, he'll throw you a couple bars, but he ain't doing that shit, and so, um, yeah, anyway, my point is I'm not trying to see game and Eminem in 2022 going back and forth. Like what, like what is we doing? Like, I don't understand. Like, I would love to hear what uh, game, why game is doing this. Like it seemed like it just came out of nowhere. Like you say, it started from the Super Bowl shit, but I wonder what, like, did he just wake up one day and say, you know what? Like Eminem ain't Eminem ain't shit. Like, I, look, he, like, don't nobody fuck with him. Let me make a rap. Let me make a 10-minute rap song about him. Like, did he just wake up and just do that? Because I feel like artists around that era and at that age, they probably respect each other enough where, you know, even if they did have beef, man, they not trying to make no damn diss. Song. They not trying to go back and forth and all that shit. But um, I guess the good thing to take out of this is I did like the beat and you know, is look, it could be worse. It could be some some young niggas <laughs> making diss songs because we see how that go. Where, mm-hmm. you know, two young rappers going back and forth with diss songs and one end up dead. So, you know, I'm 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 glad it's not that deep. It seemed like it's just rap. <laughs> but like, man, like ugh, I ain't trying to hear Eminem and gang going back and forth in twenty twenty two, man
3: yeah i mean this this song by game was pretty embarrassing um i felt like he was gonna bring up some stuff we didn't know and to that's that's kind of what made the mgk diss potent when he dissed eminem because he brought up some shit we didn't really know about some behind the scenes sneaky stuff he alleged eminem was doing to try to sabotage his career and like just some shit we didn't know about and some more recent stuff. With game, the shit he was saying on this album, <laughs> it was stuff that people were saying, like it, the it was stuff that Ja Rule and Murder Inc. was saying back in like 2004. <laughs> you you wish you were black. Why you got to do rag on? You ain't got waves. Like he was saying <laughs> the exact same shit they <laughs> were saying back then, dog. Yeah, you ain't top five, you ain't, you ain't the the, the goat. Okay, you talking about Kim and his daughter? No, yeah. what the fuck? When's the last time this nigga Eminem rapped about his daughter or his wife, man? Yeah. I don't know if he's still with Kim anymore. I don't know what happened to that. <laughs> but he's talking about Kim. He's talking about Haley. Dog. Yeah. It's twenty years after he was actually rapping about shit like this, man. <laughs> and you was on the same label as him, so yeah. I figured you would have some dirt if you was gonna diss him. Really, I figured he would have some dirt about whatever he was doing that we didn't know about. But this yeah. sounded like a fan made it, man.
1: Yeah. This nigga said <laughs> I even kidnapped Stan's brother and baited him here for you. Like, why is we still talking about Stan? A song like 20, 20, that's, man, dog, that song was like, what, 25 years ago? No. Almost 30 years ago, man. <laughs>
3: He really brought up Eminem wearing a do rag like he did that <laughs> shit recently, man. Like that shit was 20 <laughs> years ago, dog. And yes, I was embarrassing, but that was 20 years ago, man. So the, the disc was just it seemed like a fan could have written that, man. Like and, and look, he's rapping on it. I'll give it that much. Game is rapping. Yeah. He's doing the double syllables. He's he's copying Eminem style as best as anybody could. Mm-hmm. Like technically the way he's rapping Is solid I'll give him that Yeah, But the, the Content just ain't there it just comes Across as corny man because There's no reason MGK at least Had a reason okay Eminem was sending shots in the song First yeah MGK Just made a whole song about him <laughs> And then so at least there was some Personal shit going on there I don't know why game is upset With Eminem like you said I don't know why He's mad at him there's yeah. no reason for it. He just wants the press and notoriety of going at Eminem yeah. and being in a rap beef with Eminem. It
1: yeah. seems, yeah. Like why now? Like why? Like why is you coming at him, coming at him now? I, that's the part I don't get. Because even like, like I'm not saying these two are good, but even around this time, it's like. You you don't have a strong beef with like Fifty in and Game, where they probably don't rock with each other, but it's no tension. There's no going back and forth. Like why is why is you trying to do pick on Eminem at this point? Like I just don't get it. Eminem ain't I ain't heard a peep from Eminem in a long time, man. I I think the last thing I heard from him was the MGK shit, where he actually was talking about somebody, but. This dude been dropping greatest hits records for for what a couple years straight. Like this dude ain't bothering nobody. He ain't do no interview where he said something crazy. Like I just don't get it.
3: Yeah, I don't think uh I don't think uh Eminem has ever really mentioned game at all, like ever in his yeah, career.
1: I, I don't remember him mentioning game.
3: And even when Game was going at G Unit and Fifty and all them, I remember Fifty or Game ever mentioning Eminem and all that, you know. Yeah. And I'm sure you don't even have to go that far back to find a post or a interview where a Game says Eminem is the goat or one of the goats. Yeah, this is how bipolar this dude is, man. One day he <laughs> called you the goat. He did the same shit with Jay Z. Yeah. One day he called Jay Z the goat. The next day he dissed him. Yeah, say he old. Yeah. So
1: he actually addressed he, that in his album too. He mentioned how <laughs> he mentioned how he kind of messed up with Jay-Z and um like him going off uh pretty much fucked him up where he never really spoke to Jay-Z again. And never really yeah, had a chance to work with him. Yeah, it he, was yeah, his he, fault.
3: <laughs> That's his law. He, really, he really thought this I just remember what he thought it was about. In the intro for Kingdom Come, when Jay Z said the game's fucked up, niggas' beats is banging, nigga. Your hooks did it, your lyrics didn't, your gangster look did it. He thought that was about him. <laughs> I, I do you realize that he's talking about the rap game, not you game? He really thought <laughs> anybody who t- said the word game was talking about him. He thought that yeah. line was about him. it the yeah. even match up. Yeah. Games hooks aren't even good. Yeah. So. Yeah, he he really yeah. thought he he game whole is not yeah
1: game is not known for his hooks.
3: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, he he really thought that was about him. Like Jay was really going out of his way to diss him on his rec- his comeback album. So uh, he he went on a whole fuck Jay Z campaign, and it, yeah, of course it fucked him up because you see where Jay Z is now, you see where Game is now. So yeah, yeah. definitely <laughs> closed some doors for him, I'm sure. I guess they good because Jay cleared the sample, so you know, yeah, they forgives.
1: Yeah, I I did see something that say Jay Z never charged anyone for a sample. I mean, for a clearance or something like that. That's I mean, dope. Yeah, I, I I appreciate that because he probably don't. He probably wouldn't get that much fr- from it anyway. So mm-hmm. he probably just like fuck. It. Well, he cleared that damn division song. <laughs> yeah. Which was shocking to me. I'm like, damn. Okay. Yeah, because it was bad. He probably don't give a fuck about that shit. So we like, hey, right.
3: you should you should return the rap and do it and make a Jay Z sample, man, and ask him, hit him up. You like, yeah. we got a podcast. We think you're the best rapper alive. Look, he cleared the sample for us real quick.
0: Yeah,
1: can you clear this song so we can fucking play it during the podcast? And
3: <laughs> yeah, not get our shit taken down. Yeah. Just play yeah. Jay Z songs all only, day.
1: We can only play Jay Z. <laughs> <laughs> We turn this to the Jay Z podcast. <laughs> hey, that could work
3: though. That could work. Yeah. <laughs> um. So yeah, that's all I gotta say. Now I will say this. I kind of think Eminem should respond. Mm. Um. Just for fuckery, I mean, just to, I mean, because number one, Eminem is one of those people who, at one point, maybe he's calmed down now, but he used to go at everybody who dissed him.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: Pretty much everybody who called him out, he would go at. Yeah, And I think he should just put the nail on the coffin, in the game, man. Just do it for the one time. Say, hey, here's the attention you wanted, you've been asking for. Because <laughs> what else? Like, if he diss Jay-Z, I would definitely say Jay-Z ain't got the time to worry yeah. about game. But what else does Eminem do?
0: Yeah.
3: Like, I'm sure he's just chilling in his mansion most of the day. So why not just get in the studio? I'm sure it wouldn't take him that long to end game. And, and uh just put put a put a little song out put it because he just released a new compilation
0: yeah. he
3: could put it on that compilation boost the streams even more yeah. and then we'd have a nice little beat to react to so
0: yeah
3: I'm i think ca- he kind of should respond man i'm
1: kind of curious so like i agree with you i think he should i think it'd be you know i ain't saying this is something i'm looking for but i'm sure yeah i'm sure eminem probably wants some action too
0: is somebody exactly. saying
1: something? So yeah, he liked to rap. Clearly, he liked to mm-hmm. probably see how fast he can rap. But um, I'm kind of curious if like the industry is treating game kind of a certain way where they just don't respond. Because I I was thinking about this not that long ago with the game and Fifty Cent beef. It's crazy how Fifty Cent will respond that uh, you know he was going back and forth with niggas from New York. He was going in, but he never really gave game that response. He just yeah. he kind of got quiet, and it, I thought that was really strange because it's Fifty Cent, <laughs> and this nigga game dropping three hundred bars on you, and dissing and everything. And it seemed like the whole everybody was just quiet on that. Like you never heard, you never heard Eminem bring up game. You never heard anybody from Aftermath bring up game like that. So, it's like, I wonder if people just see that and just say, man, like, I'm not responding to this dude. <laughs> like, just let he, him, let just let, like, this dude is bipolar. Th- let this dude just do whatever he wants. I'm not paying him no attention. I wonder if the industry is thinking kind of that way. Or at least the big dogs.
3: I think so. Plus, if you're smart, you know what he's doing. You know, I think 50 Cent, like, he did, she, he did make a little song. Uh, But it, it was like a short little Kind of jokey song But yeah. I think 50 knew Like what fucked up Ja Rule It
0: mm-hmm. was that
3: Ja Rule was Engaging with him
0: yeah,
3: And 50 had the juice at the time So No matter what Ja said Niggas were tired of him They already thought he was kind of corny man So gang, 50 knew what he did To get Ja and Murder Inc. out of here He's not going to fall for the same Trap he laid out for them yeah, so Game had the juice at the time. He was selling the GU not shirts, doing the mixtapes, doing the videos. Like, 50 is smart, man. Yeah. He's not going to fall for the same trap that he set for Murder Inc. So, I think that's why he just never gave him the time of day because he's like, I'm not going to help you boost your career, mm-hmm. you know, by responding to you. So, I think that's a lot of the reason why. Uh, Jay Z, I don't think I really took him serious, yeah. I'll say that much. Um, but yeah, it's it is kind of strange how he seems to call out everybody, and yeah. nobody seems to ever really respond. Because I guess yeah. they just know he's trolling or just trying to get attention. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah, so that that kind of wraps it up. We'll see if Eminem responds. I don't know if he will. It'll be entertaining if he does. We'll talk about it on the podcast, of course. But yeah, the diss itself is lukewarm at best, man. It, it's pretty weak. And not worth ten minutes. I'll say that much. So, yeah, but yeah, I think we agree that album itself is qualified. Man, I'll recommend it. I'm definitely not going to say every song is good. I'll definitely say some songs are bad. But as far as like, look, Game can rap, and at his best, I think he is a, a one of the one of the greats in the game right now. Man, at his best,
0: yeah.
3: At his worst, he can be pretty corny. Yeah, but. At his best, man, he can rap his ass off. And there's some good songs here, so yeah, I would it, recommend it.
1: It kind of made me want to go back to his first album. Yeah,
3: like,
1: Listen to this. I'm like, man, I feel like we don't really... He's that guy I feel like we don't really appreciate as much. But then he'll turn around and do some corny shit where he's just like, man, Yeah, man, he'll do something on Twitter or Instagram or something or you know make a list of all the women he had sex with or something mm-hmm. we're just like man this dude is so fucking corny but if you look at his albums and his music it's like damn he should he should be in the conversation man <laughs> he should yeah. be in some type of conversation like imagine like who like who would somebody like Game go against in the verses I think it would. I think him in the verses would be actually pretty good. He, I feel mm-hmm. like he got some good music to do with verses. I don't know how he performed, but I felt like he would be pretty good in the verses.
3: Yeah, I think. I mean, he could probably perform. Man, I saw on a freestyle. I, don't, I don't, I've never seen a game show, but yeah, I'm sure he even. can perform tabs says i love old english yeah i do too man yeah, i love that, that whole album. See, doctor's advocate i think it's kind of slept on
2: yeah. everybody
3: thought the documentary was his best album but i thought doctor's advocate was as good or better and mm-hmm. i love that song old english man yeah. so i think uh the problem with game at least my problem with him is that i think his raps are too current so when you go back to them Cause I was thinking about this when he dropped a line about Britney Griner, yeah, on the album, and I'm like, dog, do you realize she's probably gonna be released like within a year, yeah, and then this song is gonna sound crazy. He yeah. said it's something like he said something to the effect that it's hard to chill out when Britney doing nine when Britney Griner doing nine.
1: Yeah, I think that was like last, okay, she's not yeah. gonna do
3: nine years. Yeah,
1: yeah, he mentioned uh, he mentioned Beyonce and the S word. <laughs> Yeah, (laughs) I'm just like, damn, that so he just made that song in what a week or two. Then I know (laughs) (laughs) we were just talking about that on the last episode yesterday, dog. We were talking about that on the last episode, (laughs)
3: yes, (laughs) because it just happened. And like, I'm thinking about songs that we used to like and how they sound now, like, wouldn't get far. Mm -hmm. You'd all agree that's a good song, right? Mm -hmm. Imagine if you 20 years old and put on wouldn't get far. You wouldn't know what this nigga was talking about. You'd yes. be like, who the fuck is Gloria Velez? Who is Melissa Ford? Yeah, Who are these people? Yes. you probably never even seen them in your life <laughs> if you're like 20 years old, dog. So a lot of his songs are just way too current and they don't age well with all the references of shit that just happened when he recorded it.
2: Mm-hmm. And that's one of
3: his flaws too. That's what keeps his music from being, from being timeless. Yeah, The fact that He's always talking about some shade room type shit on his albums. <laughs> <laughs> Drunk says, gang was my favorite rapper back in the day, especially when he was going in on G Unit." Yeah, he did, def- like, Doc. He had the juice back then. Yeah, man. that three hundred bar shit, that One Blood remix, that was yes. like fifteen minutes long. That <laughs> shit was super hard, man.
1: Yeah. He, he had, had some had shit, juice. man. Yeah, he had some shit. He was he was dope, man.
3: No, he he had the juice, man. He and he came at the perfect time when G Unit was kind of falling off and people were kind of getting tired of them. And like he was campaign, he was going in, man. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I, I know who Vita Guerrero is. I know very, very I'm very familiar with her work, <laughs> but I, I'm just saying if you younger, you don't know who Melissa Ford and. Yeah. Nita Guerra and all these people are, man. And Moody <laughs> say he said something else, somebody else to the woman who was in the big pimping video. Uh,
1: I forget who that was.
3: I forget her name, but she yeah. was mentioned too. And it's like, come on, man.
1: Yeah.
3: Uh, Gloria Velez, that's right. Gloria Velez, he mentioned. And Vita Guerra, all these people, it's like, come on, man. Nobody knows who people are now. So, Drunk says, I knew 300 bars word for word, no cap. Damn. No.
1: That's
3: a lot to memorize.
1: Yeah. I I key want to play it now, but I don't, I, I don't want to get us kicked off of YouTube. But. Yeah, we'll
3: get kicked off of YouTube. We can't yeah. play that shit. Fucking yeah. YouTube cracking down on people like us. So, um. yeah definitely recommended. you game fan drunk check I'm sure you probably already heard this game album. We just finished giving our review on it but we think it's pretty good outside of a few corny remakes and some shit that Eminem this was weak but besides yeah. that pretty good album Worth your time good rapid rap in here you just got to skip around I'll say that much so mm-hmm. <laughs> with that being said the next album we will break down is Ace Town's very own Megan Thee Stallion mm-hmm. dropped her sophomore album, kind of a surprise announcement. We knew she was working on something. She dropped two singles. She dropped the uh, Plan B, and then she dropped that Pressure Licious song with Future. Um, and she announced this week she was dropping a whole album. Yeah. And she did. It's called Tramazine. I think that's how it's pronounced. Uh, it is. I gotta pull up on Spotify to remember how long <laughs> it is. It's not that long, Megan. There we go. Um, and it is about uh seventeen tracks long. Oh, she has yeah. a song missing. No, she doesn't. Okay, eighteen by eighteen tracks long. Fifty-one minutes. It is fifty, a little under an hour. Yeah. So,
1: and it this, has a few And this album is under fifteen oh one certified. <laughs>
3: It is. It is controversially. And Carl Crawford's been
1: promoting it too. <laughs>
3: yeah, of course he yeah. I mean, that's his artist, technically. Yeah. So a few features on here. Um, not not anything big time. I think she teased like some of the baddest girls in the game right now on this album. And the only features she got are Janae Aiko, Lotto, and Rico Nasty on the female side. Yeah. And yeah, so she also has Key Glock, um, Pooh Shiesty, uh, Lucky Day. I didn't know who he was. And there's a nice H-Town track with Sauce Walk Up, Big Pokey and Key Kiki,
2: <laughs>
3: uh, a remake of the So Real song. So, yeah, um, her sophomore effort is here. Um, there's a lot she goes through in this album. Of course, she kind of opens it up talking shit about 1501 and Carl Crawford. She don't really drop names, but if you know what's going on, you know that song is about her, about them. And, um, yeah, a lot. She kind of addresses everything that's going on. Talks about the uh, anxiety, pressures of the industry, her mother. A lot of stuff, as as well as the ass-shaking, dick-sucking, my pussy the best. Oh, yeah, you can leave that off. Of course. (laughs) So, a lot going on here but yes this is Megan the stallion's second album officially um and drunk also drops in that carl crawford's son just got drafted to the phillies too first round oh nice i didn't even know he had a son that was in the league
0: yeah yeah, going to
1: the league. yeah he actually i think i want to say he's 18 something like that but yeah he ain't even i don't i don't even think he went to college yet he just got drafted he got drafted in the oh, first damn. round too that was crazy yeah, that's dope. So,
3: because mm-hmm. I figured Carl was probably full in on this music shit. You don't never see him like make a sports post, really. Yeah, so,
1: yeah. he was post. I know he was posting his son a lot. <laughs> Leading oh, up to, he man. was at the draft too. I'm like, Damn. oh shit. Yeah, so uh, got drafted by the Phillies.
3: Oh, that's dope. That's dope. Good for the little kid. <laughs> so, um, now the album itself, we got to react to it. Figgy, I'm gonna start with you, of course. Uh, How do you feel about this second album From Megan Thee Stallion Do you think it's as good or better than the first Which was called Good News And how do you think This album sounds
1: Um, I was actually To be honest I was actually impressed with this album man. Because usually when you listen to a Meg album It's just straight up um, It's straight up for the women Straight up ass shaking dick sucking All this other shit but she was actually, you know, addressing some things in this album. She was, it seemed like she got a little personal on this album. So I kind of appreciate that because, you know, you always get the people saying, oh, she rapping about the same thing. She rap about the same thing. But it seemed to me, it seemed like she kind of switching it up a little bit. She still got her go-tos, but it seemed like she she's um, venting a little more in these albums now. So I can appreciate that. But, um, yeah, um, some of the songs, I, I, I like the song with Pooh Shiesty, even though that's kind of a, a <laughs> like a, a hype song a little bit. But, um, yeah, I was I was really impressed for her to, you know, especially where she's at in her career to, you know, drop some of these songs like this. And uh, I love the Southside Royalty Freestyle. I, I I like that one. I, I'm I'm glad to see little Kiki Pokey and Sauce Walker on there. I thought that was dope, man, because it seemed like, you know, I'm not trying to call her, to take her H-Town card or nothing like that, but it seemed like she kind of been distanced from Houston, and Houston kind of been distanced from her. So it's, it's good to see, you know, the people H-Town love the most. Um, you know, Pokey, Kiki, Sauce Walker, straight H Town people on this album. And um, I think she should probably do that a little more. But um, I thought the album was okay. I probably, to be honest, I probably wouldn't go back to it. But um, I just think it's interesting because she, you know, before this album came out, she made a couple tweets and a couple comments saying, you know, how she was just tired of, you know, I, I don't know, if she was, I, I'm paraphrasing, but she was tired of the industry and, you know, um, I guess people controlling what she do and all this other stuff. So she was insinuating that Carl Crawford pretty much was leaking songs. And uh, he pretty much made a post saying, you know, it wasn't me, but, you know, <laughs> go get the album type thing. So I was curious if she was even planning on releasing this album this week. Because it was a surprise. I don't think that was on the docket, but I apparently a lot of these songs was being leaked. I think her album cover got leaked. Um, I don't even think she was planning on uh, releasing that Future song at that time. But, um, yeah, man. That, I'm kind of curious if this is the album she even wanted to release at this time. Um, but, to me um drum said drum said um uh, would you give it uh one to 10 10 being the best I will, pr- to be honest and um this is not bad this it's not bad it's not for me I would probably give it a 6 I would give it a 5 or a 6 out of 10 I think um it's some good quality tracks on here but it's not anything I would go back to I would probably the only song I would go back to is the Southside Royalty freestyle. That's probably the one I would if I had to pick something to go back to, it would be that one. But um yeah, I thought this I thought the album's okay. I I'm just kind of curious. I'm I'm really worried about her because I don't know what this deal is with 1501. I'm not sure if they, you know, if she's just trying to throw out anything to get off of this label. So she's not giving her her um giving us her best. So I'm kind of curious if if this is a throwaway album, because we've been getting a lot of those. So I'm 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 kind of curious if this is just a throwaway album for her.
3: Um, I mean it's it's a fair question. I mean, she apparently there was some dispute about the last project she put out, something for the hotties um that wasn't considered an album by carl crawford in 1501 they're saying no we had an album deal and that was like some mixtape you just dropped or some project so this is the official album uh but you would think if she wasn't under 1501 i'm sure she would have bigger features on it than this um now i will say she tried i don't think she mailed this one in at all i think she wanted to be good um but i think there would have been more hype press run videos, visuals, features from the biggest stars in the industry. If it wasn't 1501, maybe they don't want it to be too big because they don't want him to get too much from it. It's possible. Yeah. So, I mean, as far as my opinion on the album, man, I actually thought this was way better than her first album. Um, um, I didn't know what to expect when I first put it on. I was like, "Uh, let me just get it over with. But (laughs) I actually enjoyed like a lot of this album, man. I I thought the production was way better overall. I mean, there was a few cringy kind of songs, but overall, I thought the production was way better. Um, Her rapping is way more versatile now. At this point, I feel like if you don't like Megan, you just don't like her. And which is a fair opinion to have. But you can't say she She don't rap rap about about nothing but twerking and ass shaking and fucking. Yeah. Because she was very versatile on this album. She rapped about a whole lot. Mm
2: -hmm. I mean, as
3: much as she could talk about in her personal life, she rapped about and think that she went through personally. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, if you have that complaint, uh, that complaint don't fly no more, man. Yeah. If you don't like her, that's fair enough. But you can't say she only about one thing when you, that's not the case. Clearly, yeah. So I like the album. Man, I thought the production was really well done for the most part. There's a few songs I didn't like. The, the The dance song was forced. I think it was the song with her that 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 that, that This Beyonce Drake dance wave is just <laughs> not gonna work, y'all. I'm I, look. <laughs> it's not gonna work, man. <laughs> Like, I, I guess everybody in the industry had like a secret meeting where they said this is the future guys yeah gay dance music <laughs> <laughs> like this, this shit is this house music gay, we're gonna bring it back
1: gay people like nah this ain't it
3: <laughs> yeah dog like no man it's it's not gonna work man it was forced here i didn't like that song um there's another song i didn't really like a lot uh, I forget what it's scary. Oh, scary with Rico Nasty. I like Rico Nasty,
1: yeah.
3: but I thought that song was horrible.
1: That was I just thought... strange. Some, it's it's it sounding like somebody said, "Hey, let's make a Halloween song.
3: <laughs> let's make a scary." It sounded like <laughs> something No Limit would put out yeah. for the scream soundtrack. Yeah. <laughs>
1: It's just I'm like damn I was ready to hear the fucking door squeaking.
3: That and, song was ass, man. I couldn't believe that made the final album. That song was so bad. It was such a waste too because I like Rico Nasty. Yeah, I feel like they should have been on like a rock and roll type hard song. Yeah, but for that to be the feature, it was bad, man. <laughs> it, it was just it was awful, and I don't know why that made the album. It, it kind of brought the whole thing down, honestly. It was that bad. <laughs> it was an awful song. Uh, <laughs> Tab says DJ Clue screaming Illuminati. <laughs> <laughs> Illuminati! Yeah. It, that, that, that song was terrible. But everything else was pretty good, man. Um, like you said, Southside Royalty. I don't mind the remake. I like the fact that they brought in the Ace Town Legends, Lil' Kiki, Big Pokey. I got to admit, I'm surprised Lil' mm. Kiki was on the song <laughs> because I would figure Lil' Kiki would be on Tory Lanez's side mm. because this nigga defended R. Kelly when we oh, did the podcast.
1: Oh yeah, I forgot about that. <laughs> I totally yes. forgot about that. We don't have to, yes. we don't have to bring that podcast we don't have to bring that back up just to see. Nah, how
3: look, we want Lil' Kiki on the podcast one yeah. day, maybe. So we we got to go ahead and bury that in our archives. I, I, <laughs> unless he pisses us off, we could bring it back. But I don't yeah. want to get him canceled. But that was a shitty take, and I called him out for it. But he was very loud and angry. Yeah. <laughs> so I was like, nigga, whatever. But um, and don't um, yeah.
1: don't mention that don't mention to the nigga about cooking bacon in the oven either. You gonna go off? Yeah, yeah.
3: He goes off on a lot of things. But I definitely drunk Yeah you should listen to the Rico Nasty song Just to laugh at how bad it is Yeah that was our podcast With ESG we had Lil Kiki On in the the. I think that was in the midst of the uh, R. Kelly documentary coming out Yeah and we were talking about it And basically Lil Kiki Was saying them girls Was asking for it
1: <laughs> now, so, now, now which was worse him or Killer Kalion. Oh wait, am I getting them confused? May- maybe okay, maybe oh, I'm you know fucking what? up. Oh, you know what? And I
3: might be getting them confused. Maybe and that was Killer Kaliyon. That's what it was. Not that's what it yeah, was. Yeah, okay, my bad. I take it back. Yeah. I got confused. Yeah. It wasn't Low Kiki, it was Killer Kaliyon. Who who was talking about R. Kelly? So my fault. I, I'm sorry yeah, for throwing. I remember
1: that because dirt. he was he was talking about um, how girls be li- liking to get picked up from uh, yeah. school by older men. He was yeah. he was going in. When well, I was just like, "Oh shit!"
3: <laughs> yeah, my fault, my fault. I take it back. I'm sorry, Lil Kiki. I didn't mean to put that on you. That was Killer Kali on going crazy on the You Really topic. ain't about to get no on the
1: pod now. I, I know,
3: right? <laughs> <laughs> we live stream this shit too. I know. Fuck it. Look, I I apologize. It wasn't Lil Kiki. It was Killer Kali on doing that shit. So yeah. fair enough. But yeah, it would have been nice to have Bun B on a song too. It would've been nice. ESG, I guess, is kind of weird because you know he was cool with Carl Crawford. We had Carl Crawford on our podcast yeah. uh, with ESG. So it would have s- holding it that up.
1: Made, it would have made sense for Bun to hop on because he, he Bun, was a yeah, good one. Def- yeah, early exactly. on. Yeah. He he said fuck Tory Lanes. <laughs> so,
3: yeah. Yeah. It would have been nice to have Bun B, paw Wall. Maybe they wanted to keep it exclusive to screwed up click members but then they have sauce Walker on it yeah but sauce walker killed it man and he was funny (laughs) talking about all this shit that people jacked from houston yeah (laughs) he was talking about the double cup He was talking about lean and he also said anime which i thought was hilarious he was like i wasn't talking about no dragon ball z (laughs) 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 look i'll claim that i don't i don't know if it's right but mm-hmm. I'll claim it. Yeah, we made anime cool in Houston. Before y'all wasn't on anime, before Megan Thee Stallion and, and Sauce Walker and everybody else came on talking about Dragon Ball Z, okay? So we put anime on, too, in a rap I'm
1: gonna game. Have to, I'm going to have to start watching anime, man. <laughs> I never
3: really watched it. <laughs> yeah, man. Just watch some Dragon Ball or My Hero Academia, man. Some shit <laughs> like that. Uh, but, yeah, it's... Uh, it was a funny song. It was a dope song. Sauce Walker Tap says Sauce Walker's a phenomenal rapper. He's really good, man. He is. He's really and he's hilarious too. Like he needs his own damn podcast. Honestly, man, we need yeah. him on a podcast. We've been trying for years. Yeah,
1: I'm gonna try to work <laughs> and get him on, man. <laughs> it's funny because every time I t- uh, tweet him or something like that, he always like it or retweet it. Yeah. So I'm like, damn, he be on here. I just got um, to catch up out, with man. him. Yeah.
3: Yeah, we got to reach out for sure. That'll be a legendary interview. i always been a fan of Sauce Walker. And yes, Drunk, he did say that uh, anime got hot from Houston. He said <laughs> we put anime on and nobody was talking about Dragon Ball Z. And he said, My Hero I could I, He said, like, he pronounced it weird. It's My Hero Academia. It's Academia. He said, "He said, it might be my hero Academia.' It might be the accent. that. She was hilarious. <laughs> it, it might be, but uh, no, nah, that she was hilarious, man. Um, so yeah, Tab, reach out, man. Reach out. <laughs> do, do Do some PR for us, please. We're trying to get Sauce Walker on the podcast. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, back to the album, man. The album was pretty good. If you're asking uh if you ask me for a one to ten, I would say it's a strong seven. Okay, and." I would say her first album, I might say it was Qualified. That was just me being nice because she's <laughs> from Houston. I actually did not like that album at all. I would have mm-hmm. given that like a five or a four. <laughs> I would give this a strong seven, man. Okay, like It's good songs on here. Um, it was a good first listen like you. I don't know if I'll go back to a lot of it, but there are some good songs on here, man. It was an enjoyable listen and I didn't mind it. It was cool. Yeah, and Something for girls to turn up to. And there's something for everybody here. I'll say that much. There's something for everybody. There's some lyrical miracle rapping. There's ass-shaking thought music. There's uh, some introspective songs. Um, yeah, some R&B shit. Something for everybody. So, yeah. I am mad at it. I would I say it's a qualified album this time for sure. Qualified. I did it. <laughs> qualified. <laughs> qualified. We'll do the J Prince ourselves. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah man it was a good album And we'll see I don't know how many albums She got left on this deal with Carl Crawford I kind of just wish it would be over with And she could kind of they could both Go their own ways Because yeah. it's kind of annoying having Having this shit come up Every time she's about to drop something Yeah and it, I, I just Kind of wish they could both agree to something And just both move on
1: Yeah but, so um yeah So she had tweeted um I forgot what day it was, but she said from my my cover art pieces of my track list, and even hearing part of a song, I haven't dropped yet leaking, and we all know the only people who had access to all of these private links are I'm I might as well, and that's when she dropped it. Uh, said she was gonna drop the album, but Carl um, Crawford said it wasn't him, <laughs> pretty much. But support the album, y'all. And then, uh, I don't know if you've seen this, but he actually won at T Ferris.
3: Yeah, yeah, I <laughs> did just, see that. He just
1: keep going going at T Ferris. I, I hate seeing stuff like this, man. I, I, you know, I, I just wish everybody was kind of cool. I don't, I don't know either of them, <laughs> so I'm not picking a side, but I just hate this type of stuff, man.
3: Yeah, yeah, me too. Me too. I think we've had enough beef over the years in h Town. We we can it's time to move past this type of shit, man. So yeah, I mean we'll we'll see what happens going forward. I don't know if those leaks warranted her just dropping it just because I mean she I don't know, whatever. I don't know what's behind it.
0: Yeah. But
3: um and I'll just end it by saying it's a pretty solid album and we'll see what else she got in store in the future. Um, and now, last but definitely not least, Black Thoughts released a solo album with producer Danger Mouse. Now, if you don't know, Danger Mouse is a producer who got famous by making a remake, a remix of the Jay-Z Black album. He remixed it with the Beatles Grey album or the Beatles White album mm. and called it the Grey album. Mm. And this kind of started a whole movement of people remixing albums. You know, Ninth Wonder got famous from this. He remade uh, Godson. He remixed that and got popular off of that shit, too. And it started like a whole wave of producers, like, remaking the Black album and remixing a bunch of albums with classic, you know, or different beats. Mm. And he also did a project with MF Doom for, uh, I think it was uh, Adult Swim themed album and he also is a producer from Gnarls Barkley with uh Green. He is the other half of Gnarls Barkley. So a legendary producer at this point and of course Black Thought is a legendary rapper from the roots. One of the best to ever do it if we being real, bar for bar. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of a dream matchup here, man. Mm-hmm. Um, Danger Mouse and Black Thought collabing for an album there are some features here as well of course you got nf doom on it with a great song you also have uh i gotta pull up the track list real quick you got joey badass russ raekwon you got asap rocky and run the jewels you got some grizelda representation with conway and yeah it is a surprise i didn't know this was dropping I've heard some things about it existing, but I had no... I didn't know it was going to drop this weekend. I'll say that much. Um, mm. But I'll kind of go first on this song, this album, man. I like this album a lot. Um, I thought it was really good. In fact, I think it's going to be probably top three minimum of my album of the year. Right now, it might be sitting at number one, man. Mm, okay. I think it's really good. Mm. I think Black Thought, of course, is just ridiculous bar for bar maybe the best to ever do it honestly Mm, and the beats on here are really good really well done um asap rocky he made asap rocky listenable man come on he's
1: okay
3: (laughs) (laughs) that song is actually really good man and (laughs) asap i gotta give it up to asap dog i thought his last album testing was terrible but lately ASAP been coming with some fire, man. Mm. He did a song with ASAP and recently. I've been bumping still. He did that song for a uh, Nego that I liked. And mm. he came with it on here, man. He he he's he's growing, dog. I gotta mm. admit. Money it ain't, it cash, ain't no cl- tipping clothes.
1: down and <laughs> money cash clothes, money cash clothes. Yeah.
3: Yeah, <laughs> it ain't that. It ain't no tipping down. He ain't talking about sipping syrup or all that shit. I Houston shit no more. <laughs> So he actually came with it on the verse with run the jewels man. he had his own dog I gotta say he man. definitely didn't out-rap Black Thought. <laughs> oh of course not. <laughs> he did his damn thing, man <laughs> um but yeah man if you went to like Aqua me, Aqua marine was a really good song as well. I like the song with Conway like the whole album is just is really good, man. it's uh if you like this kind of hip hop if you like real lyrical with uh with some dope production behind it, Highly recommended, man. Uh, like it, it's such a good album. I'm gonna have
1: to check and this. And so
3: glad it came out. I'm so glad we got this and the Black Star two album in the same year.
1: <laughs> it's like
3: dreams are coming true, man. Hip hop, yeah. ain't, hip hop ain't never gonna die, dog. Yeah. As long as the real niggas are still making rap, hip hop will never die. It's mm-hmm. more proof that like no matter what you think about the mainstream, there's still great, great rap being made every year. You just got to look for a little bit, but it's there, man. And I thought this album was amazing. I'm going to keep bumping it throughout the rest of the year and probably more and more and going on, going on, going forward. Highly recommend it, man. I give it a 10 out of 10 at this point. I would say it's definitely qualified. And yeah, man. Qualified. Yeah. J Prince put the stamp on it. Yeah, I, I'm 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 really into this album right now. Yeah. This okay. Black Dot is just Black Thought is just ridiculous like if you listen to his lyrics, like he raps so fast that some of the shit goes over your head, but you yeah. replay this shit, and it's like how'd he even think of rhyming this shit together, man? It's yeah. ridiculous, dog. Yeah. He's like a he's like an alien, man. He's one of them. Him and Lupe and some of these people, the way they rap is just out of this world, dog. He he's <laughs> Ridiculous. <laughs> now, so I'm gonna have to check this out. No, yeah, I think Damn. you'll like it, man. It's okay. a, it's a great album. It's a great album. <laughs> um, now that does it for new releases this week. We got a lot of top to break down as well, man. A lot of stuff happened this week. Um, let's start out with the uh, the shocking, uh, breakup of the Breakfast Club. <laughs> 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 so. Angela Yee, at some point, tweeted, the Breakfast Club, as you know it, is officially over, or something like that, to that effect. Yeah. And nobody knew what that meant. We all assumed the show was ending. Yeah. Because the way you word it like that, mm-hmm. it sounds like everybody's going their separate ways. Maybe it's going to change formats, but we everybody made their goodbye Breakfast Club posts. Yeah. They put together their favorite moments of the show history. I was enjoying that interview. I ain't
1: gonna lie. I was enjoying all of those. Funny yeah, it moments.
3: was fun. Soldier Boy interview, the Birdman interview, yeah. all the crazy moments, the Kodak Black interview where he got the ski mask on.
0: Yeah.
3: All that stuff. Yeah. It was good seeing the uh, clips going around drunk. It, it was a fun reliving all those moments. <laughs> but of course, it, that's not really what happened. Yeah. The show is not over. Angela Yee is just leaving.
1: Yeah, I kind of got food because I seen the tweet too. I'm like, what? So I thought it was like totally done. And uh so I tuned. I ain't listened to the Breakfast Club in like t- six years, man. Yeah, it's been a minute. Year. And so I was I'm like, you know what? I'ma listen. i I'm, I dust off the um the iHeart uh the iHeart app. So I was listening to it as I got uh, got on. And um, and I should have knew, man, because they were sitting here bringing up the tweet. They're like, you going to talk about the tweet? What's up? And then like, why she not talking about the tweet? And, you know, it seemed like they was kind of going at it. Mm-hmm. But you could tell they kind of set this up. And then once she announced that she was leaving and, you know, her new opportunities, then I'm like, they set this all the way up. They probably, she probably was like, I'm going to tweet this out, get people going. And let's play around with it. Let's go along with it type thing. And they they knew because, so she announced that she's um, leaving the breakfast club and she getting her own syndicated show. And um, she said that this has been in the works, um, I think, before the pandemic or right during the pandemic, somewhere around there. So it it been kind of in the works. And, you know, stuff like that. We work in radio. Like, I guarantee you, Charlemagne and DJ Envy didn't find out right there for the first time. Yeah, like they had a convers, they probably had a conversation. She let them know probably before, and now is official. And you know, they 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 didn't just find out right there and there. So um, they 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 fooled me. She well, I ain't gonna say they, but she fooled me with that so that it worked they got they probably got a bunch of people listening
3: yeah it was definitely a radio stunt yeah and that's why I didn't react just because the way she worded it I'm like come on man because it, it didn't say it It said as we know it <laughs> so as when you say that I'm like okay that could be anything I, that that seemed it, it doesn't indicate the show was over yeah so I was like okay Drunk says last month in the breakfast was Takashi interview right before he snitched. That was a good interview, Doug Takashi, I hate the fact that he just a super cornball that we can't fuck around with no more because he was entertaining entertaining as hell, dog. Yeah, he was hilarious. (laughs) Tab says she announced it in the second to last segment. They were using it as promo. Yeah, definitely, it was a radio stunt.
2: Yeah. Mm -hmm.
3: Um. Drunk says, I honestly think this is going to kill off some of the vibe of the show. People want Remy, Remy Ma to take her spot. Um, look, I'll say this much Angela Yee tweeting that the breakfast clubs we know it is over because she's leaving is like Otis saying the temptations are over because he's leaving.
2: <laughs>
3: ain't nobody came to see Otis, and ain't nobody <laughs> came to see Angela Yee. Ain't nobody come on to the see the breakfast you, club. Otis? dog. I can't think of one memorable moment that Angela Yee contributed to in the show. <laughs>
2: yeah. Like she
3: was completely useless, man. Let's be real. I respect her for all the work she put in and radio. She got her own successful podcast, the lipstick service, or whatever it's uh, called. Uh
1: lip service. Yeah. <laughs> like lipstick. she
3: got she, she got her own spin-off shit that's successful, and I'll proud for that, but dog she did not know what the fuck she was talking about in an interview she was she would come with like no research she would and she would be like the research person yeah but she would just have like a track list so i see you got a song with Tory Lanez on here oh i see you got a song with chris brown on here yeah like no kind of research nothing she contributed to the uh, to any interview remember remember
1: remember when k michelle called her out yeah <laughs> that yeah. was hilarious like she was actually yeah. going at her saying oh you uh I guess it was the whole um cast uh was it uh uncle murder or somebody mm-hmm. uh, and I guess she was upset that Angela Yee was I guess brung it up and was laughing and all this other stuff yeah yeah and then she decided not to even talk to her for the rest of the interview I'm like damn <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
3: yeah, and drunk. You bring up a good point. The Gucci moment was great. That was yeah. great. Uh, that moment <laughs> where she she was he was kind of implying that something went down between them, and she was trying to play it off, and he, he looked at her all crazy. So yeah, that was hilarious I, as well. I
1: wonder how true that uh, that was, man. I wonder. I wonder who was who was lying in that moment because we all thought Gucci was probably bullshitting around the first time, but. Mm -hmm. He doubled down again, man. And I'm I'm thinking, like, why is he, you know, if he lying, why is he picking on her like this? Yeah. Like, so, you know, I I wonder if it's some type of truth to this.
3: (laughs) I mean, I'll say this much. I feel like it's a bad look for somebody in the industry to be known fucking around artists. Yeah. So, even if it's true, like, Angela Yee definitely shouldn't own up to that on air. Mm -hmm. But, the fact that she was acting funny style about it to begin with. I forget, forget how it even came up. But yeah. it was a bad look all around, man. <laughs> but I, I, I ain't mad at Gucci because he was like, why are you lying about this? But I understand, even yeah. if it's true, why she would not want to talk about that kind of shit on air. That shit so, was so
1: funny. He was like, you asked what hotel he was coming at. And yeah. Charlamagne was making it worse. They're like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> You lying, you wasn't on my dick (laughs) He said
3: something (laughs) (laughs) Yeah drunk I agree with you man I don't think Gucci is the type to lie on his dick Or lie about some shit like that But like I said like When you know in the industry You don't want to be known as the industry hoe So Mm -hmm. I understand Why she might have lied about it Or not told the whole story on air Because that is kind of embarrassing to be fair So I get it But it was still funny that it happened so um yeah and i remember she did i think nikki did get upset about uh angela yee not listening to the album yeah when it was out like nobody listened to the album on the whole panel i don't think yeah she was like yeah how y'all gonna interview me Y'all ain't heard the album yeah so that was pretty funny yeah (laughs) but uh yeah so angela yee is not a crucial part of the breakfast club i think she could be easily replaced by somebody more entertaining um, we'll see who they pick. Apparently, they're actually looking for somebody. So, we'll see. But, yeah, the Breakfast Club not being the same because she's left. Yeah, it'll be better probably.
2: So,
1: yeah. <laughs> I, Look, I will say, though, it, it, it was a good run. <laughs> they had a yeah. real good run for that, that type of morning show that was going on. This wasn't like a cookie-cutter morning show. And for them, the last 12 years like this – was kind of shocking man (laughs) so I I appreciate them that was that was probably like one of the first morning shows I was listening to and this was back probably oh nine 2010 somewhere around there Mm -hmm. so uh, for the simple fact they went syndicated because I was listening to them when they was only in New York and um, I felt like they kind of changed the game with how they was doing the interviews too because it wasn't like a regular radio interview they would do like a real long-ass interview and then cut a little bit up and play it on the radio, but people used to go straight to the YouTube just to, you know, hear the the, the long interview, the DMX interview, the classic DMX interview where you shitting on Drake yep. <laughs> and shitting on Ross pretty much, saying Ross <laughs> ain't all that of a rapper. So, um, yeah, I feel like they kind of opened the um, – Open this up as far as like the, um, I guess, the digital world of radio where, you know, the, interv- the interviews they was doing. But, um, yeah, that would be fine. It seemed like they're not about to blow up the breakfast club. I think they just going to yeah. find somebody to replace her and keep it moving. And I, I kind of seen that going because it seemed like the chemistry wasn't the same since the whole yeah. Gucci Man thing. So I think it was well needed.
3: Yeah, I agree. People grow apart and all that. So, yeah, props to them for staying together as long as they did. I'm sure Angela Yee will be successful in whatever else she does in radio. But, yeah, it is what it is. It's a business, so life moves on. Yeah. It is what it is. Um, other things that happened this week. I want to talk about this, man, <laughs> because uh, 21 Savage got called out for being a hypocrite. And <laughs> um, Now, if you you, if you didn't see this, Twenty One Savage tweeted earlier this week, Atlanta. We had to do better. Put the effing guns down. He he bleeped out the f word, which is is funny. Number one, (laughs) (laughs) like he is one of the most hardcore rappers out right now, but he bleeped out the f word in this tweet, almost like he wants it to be used as evidence. Just in case <laughs> a Rico case, he got to prove that he's actually trying to uh, stop the violence. So when he tweeted this, there was a whole lot of people poking, uh, pointing out the fact that in all his lyrics, he's killing somebody, killing a whole block, shooting people's mama's house up, shooting grandma's house up. Very violent music. Uh, for him to be tweeting something like this. And when people brought this out, I guess he got upset about it. He did tweet. He said his lyrics were entertainment and all that stuff, but people still weren't buying it. Mm -hmm. I mean, they they just said that he wasn't the person who could tweet something like this, given (laughs) his music content. So he actually got pretty upset about this. He got on live. We'll play a little bit of it. He got on IG Live and talked about it and how people were calling him out for being a hypocrite because of his music content. And it kind of sounds something like this. Wait a minute. You want to get up to YouTube on that? Yeah. No, I'll a YouTube uh, link, uh, below that. Yeah. Uh, uh,
0: come on. done live. Me growing up and, and listening to music, I always thought music was a reflection of what was going on in the world. Like I thought artists went through whatever they went through, grew up, grew up around whatever they grew up around, saw whatever they saw, heard whatever they heard, and went and made music based off of that. But when I say something about how I really feel about Atlanta, like where I'm from, it's like a lot of gun violence, a lot of killings and shootings going on. And I ain't never seen nothing like this. Like my whole life being in Atlanta, I ain't never seen it at this point that it's at right now. Like babies getting killed, and it's just that shit. Just sad. That shit make me depressed. But when I speak up on that, they say, "Oh, you a hypocrite. You, you this, you that, you." A lot of y'all just begin on here, just writing comments just to like try and get likes and shit, and be cool and shit. That should be lame. Like it's it's a lot of it's a lot of young people who come from these environments we come from that found a way to feed their family and feed a lot of people in their communities and neighborhoods by making this type of music. So it's like, what, would y'all rather? What, would y'all rather all the young rappers, no matter what they rap about? Would y'all rather them still be in, in 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 the ghetto and get killed or go to jail because y'all be saying like oh don't rap you, you you rap about this don't a couple um back to school drives don't turn like that's cap I've been doing back to school drives this this was this my seventh year doing it since the first year all my good deeds that I do I don't send them to the blogs to try and get like, liked because because of it or try and get, like, attention. Like, oh, You're really what upset I'm doing, about this. I do a lot of shit yeah, that you don't cry know cry about. Because that ain't that what I do it for. Emotional. I don't do it for recognition. Yeah. I do it because I want to. At the end of the day, y'all be saying all this violence. Ooh, I'm going to rap about whatever I want to rap about at the end of the day. That's just what it is. No, it, it it's 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 everybody in the world ain't killing each other. It's a lot of killing going on, but it's not the whole world. And a lot of people listen to my music. So the small percentage of of people that's killing and all this shit that y'all saying, why ain't the other 98% of the people that listen to my music killing each other? If it's my music, that's all I want to know. If it's the what I'm rapping about or what all these rappers is rapping about is the reason why people are dying and...
3: Okay. Did it right. cut off there? That I think yeah. that's enough. Yeah. Um, we, we get the gist of what he's saying, which is basically, you know, he's gonna rap out what he rap's about, but he does help out in the community and he's trying to speak up on it. Drunk says he's been listening to twenty one since he dropped. If he says it's getting violent, it's really a problem in ATL and he's really coming from the heart. Yeah, I've heard Atlanta is crazy. Yeah. Right now. Like it's yeah. worse than it's been in a long time apparently y- yeah people and- getting carjacked in broad daylight people getting robbed in broad daylight some neighborhoods you just can't go to period
1: yeah and so, we ain't even we didn't even bring this up but um you know we we was talking about the whole young thug Rico deal and yeah. um their mayor or whoever came out whoever it was came out and said they're looking at other rappers too they looking at other people so yeah. apparently it's it's something going on where they trying to put a stop to it. It's, it didn't got that bad where they trying to, they trying to catch everybody.
3: Yeah. And I saw a little baby had a, a event as well. Some kind of charity that went on just recently. <laughs> and look, I don't want to say that's because of it. You know, he might've been doing some shit for a long time. Like 21 has been, but I also know like this four PF shit is like real shit. It's not just some yeah. rap shit. So yeah, yeah. I think um, I think
1: in Atlanta, you know, it's kind of small too. So everybody know each other, everybody affiliated with with, you know, some of the same people type thing. So, you know, it could easily be anybody. <laughs>
3: yeah. I think and this could be easily read as they're trying to get ahead of something or trying to build some evidence in their favor. Yep. just in case something goes down because mm-hmm. like look i'm not saying 21 is shooting but and i'm not saying little baby is shooting but they're likely involved with people who are yeah and that's all if it you're involved in that, yeah. is still still conspiracy so yeah
1: yeah yeah that's all that's all it take like you ain't got to be the driver you ain't got to be the gunman all you got to do is be affiliated and they looking through all of these videos and listening to mm-hmm. all these lyrics to see if you are.
3: Yep. Yep. So yeah, could be, could be definitely them getting in front of it, but figure I still want to know your opinion, man. What do you think? Assuming this is, is coming from his heart and it's just something he wanted to get out. Uh, what do you think about his message? And what do you think about his response to people calling him hypocrite? A, hip, a hypocrite for the stuff he raps about versus what he's saying right now in terms of stopping the violence.
1: Um, I can see why people. I can see because it do sound kind of crazy. Twenty one Savage out of all people <laughs> is saying put the guns down. It's it, to me. This is like Snoop Dogg saying, "Hey guys, put the weed down. Y'all got to stop fucking the
3: bitches." Okay, practice safe sex. Yeah, don't <laughs> don't disrespect
1: the woman. That's like Ice T yeah. saying. <laughs> like, you know it's getting bad if that happened. Yeah. So, you know, I can see it kind of looks and kind of sounds strange. But, um, man, 20, I mean, let's look at the career of 21 Savage, man. This dude started off as a rapper. I ain't, I ain't like him from the beginning, at the beginning. I I thought he was awful. <laughs> and I'm like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> like I seen his um his uh cipher um freestyle that was awful and it seemed like he grew as a man. It it seemed like he got like way more wise. He talking to Jay-Z, he you know, it seemed like he he's he seemed like he separating himself from that mumble rap that um uh, that we used to put him in and he he he's kind of doing more positive things, man. I can't be mad at somebody doing positive things. Now his lyrics aren't ain't really that positive. He still talk about you know killing niggas and shit like that. But if you look at him outside of music, it ain't like he's trying to make a difference. So, um, I mean, if this coming from the heart, I can't be mad at it. Like like, I mean. I just can't be mad at that. Now, to your point earlier, is he trying to get ahead of it? (laughs) Where he trying to possibly stay out of it, trying to distance himself from it? Because maybe something big coming soon. So he's saying, hey, y'all, you know, let's stop the shooting Atlanta type thing. Maybe he trying to do that. But, you know, I can't um, I can't I can't be mad at him if he's speaking from the heart. I can't. I can't sit here and say, man, no, man. You, you know, you talk about shooting, you can't say this. Because at the end of the day, these dudes are still human too, man. And, you know, if babies are getting killed and, you know, stuff like that, innocent people getting killed, I think you can't I like, that's kind of a um I, I guess that's kind of human nature to say chill out. Yeah. But um just the simple fact it's coming from 21 Savage is just kind of funny. <laughs> When you know when he got to tell you to stop the violence, it's like, it's like, damn. <laughs> like I kind of looked at, I I ain't really look at it like him being a hypocrite. I kind of looked at it like, damn, it must really be going down if he's saying, um, chill out. <laughs> That's like, imagine if um, Chief
3: if, Keith came out and said, Chicago a little too crazy now, man. Yeah, chill.
1: Yeah, or imagine if El Chapo said, man, the mm-hmm. drugs is getting out of control. <laughs> Like y'all need to chill out when selling the drugs and all that stuff. Just some, like that that's how I kind of looked at it. But maybe Atlanta is really getting that bad where, you know, maybe he genuinely have a heart because he's been doing a lot for the community. So um yeah, man. I, I'm not I'm not mad at it, but I can see how people are kind of judging them a little bit.
3: Yeah. And Drunk says he thinks he's being genuine, though, because these rappers in Atlanta ain't safe either. They doing home invasions even in the rich Park. Yeah, man. Like, mm-hmm. it, it's apparently like, anything goes right now in that shit. So, I'm sure they're worried too. I'm sure people they know of getting caught up in some shit. So, yeah, man. Yeah, I see... Uh, uh like fucking people taking videos of like how quick their tires get removed from their car in atlanta man (laughs) like you walk go to the store grab something from a corner store come back your shit's on bricks i'm like damn man it's crazy (laughs) out there it seems dog so i'll say this man I recognize that 21 is one of those rappers who does try to help the community and does try, like I've heard st- stuff about him, like trying to put kids in the tech and like doing good things for the community. But I think he's smart enough to know he's a fucking hypocrite, man. And I yeah. feel like he's, he's making excuses because he wants to continue profiting off of the music he makes. But he's smart enough to know that that is bullshit that he's gonna fucking keep rapping about what he does and then say stop the violence in real life. Like he knows this man. I think he's a smart guy. Like I understand you gotta make a living and right now, like he can't be the one to change it. You know, he is on probably doesn't want to be the one to change it right now. Yeah. But somebody has to man. Like at some point, like we gotta move like we got to get out this drill music era of just niggas making fucking anthems about murder dog
0: yeah
3: that's like i'm not saying and that's the point he brings up is so stupid to me how he says everybody listens to my music but they don't all kill somebody like that don't mean it's not part of the problem man nobody's saying music is reason people kill people but you can't deny the music ain't fucking inspiring some of this shit man even if you want to be a rapper today you feel like you got to be a street nigga to get on. Yeah. Okay. You feel like you got to do dirt to even get noticed in the game right now. You know? Yeah. So what else are you going to do, man? You could be from a good home. You could be, the parents could be doing everything, but this is what niggas think is cool I, now, dog.
1: Yeah. I th- so. Yeah. I think he, like, you can't have it both ways. Yeah. Like, and look, I'm not mad at people calling him a hypocrite at all. But you can't have it both ways. You can't be a street nigga, a street rapper, rapping about street shit, but saying, you know, stop the madness. And then trying to defend why you rap about the stuff you rap about. Yeah. Like, you, like to me, he better off either coming out with this statement and probably saying, hey, I'm going to stop rapping about killing people. Or either be, he just don't say anything about it. And yeah. just keep rapping about it, and just you know, maybe in private, say you know, dang, so you know, people getting killed like that. Be careful or something. But you you can't you you can't have it both ways, man.
3: <laughs> I agree, and that's my whole thing with it, man. Like, be one way or the other. But and like I said, I think he genuinely doesn't want like Atlanta to look like this right now.
1: I don't you know? think I don't think anybody do. I think that's kind of exactly. human nature. But exactly, but as a rapper, you know that rap about that content mm-hmm. is is you know you know just think about somebody that uh, a woman that do porn and then she in the same breath she's saying, hey kids, don't do porn or hey we need to mm-hmm. stop exposing ourselves we you know we're ladies we can't let these men do this, but you're doing porn
3: yeah
2: <laughs> so
1: how do that you know they don't really you know, they don't really look right. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, it will hold more weight if you stop doing porn and stop showing yourself. Or either you just keep doing porn and just mind your business.
3: Yeah. And uh, 21 Savage has tried to play the, the card of, you know, look at me like Denzel Washington <laughs> when I'm rapping. But and we talked about this before. That shit just don't fly with me, man. Like these rappers are acting they're They are their persona on track and off. It's not yeah. like fucking Keanu Reeves walks around like John Wick when the yeah. cameras turn off, man. So like that's my issue with it. You acting like you, the realest rapper. And no, no one's going to come out and say they rap is lies. Yeah. Any actor will say, yeah, that was just me acting. I'm not like this asshole in real life. No rapper going to come out and say his raps are lies or not true. Cause that would be career suicide, man. So yeah. all these rappers going to act like this shit's for real. So like, I understand what he's getting at and I commend him for doing what he does in the community, but he can't be the one leading this movement. Dog. I'll say that much, man. He can't <laughs> be the stop the violence rapper unless he changes the content of his rap, at least somewhat.
1: Yeah, you know, but and, and I think he, I think to be honest, I think he will eventually change the content of his rap. I'm not saying he gonna go straight up, you know, J Cole or some shit. Yeah, but I think he's, I think he already changed the content a little bit. He, you know, mm. rapping about the guns and the killing people—that's his comfort zone. That's that's what he' has been doing this whole the, his whole career. But he is rapping about other shit now, man. He is getting into, you know, the other side of things outside of just being a rapper. So I think eventually he will get there. But right now, he's not there. And, you know, we see him as, you know, Slaughter Gang, as he say.
3: Yeah, yeah, exactly, man. So, like I said, I commend the message. I commend the fact that he does things to the community, but also agree with people calling him out for being a hypocrite for his lyrical content because he he is he he can't really argue yourself out that he is a hypocrite but at least he's trying i'll Mm -hmm. commend him for that at least but yeah i don't know if he's trying to get ahead of something maybe that's why he's emotional because he knows something's coming down and he might get involved yeah got to remember there are some issues with his citizenship as well and if he gets in trouble he might get deported so Mm -hmm. I don't know, man. Maybe he's worried about his future. I don't know. We'll see what happens in the coming weeks. Uh, But that could be a part of it as well. So we'll see. Um, Other things that happened this week. Um, Oh, yeah. We didn't talk about our background. (laughs) uh, Of the (laughs) podcast today. Uh, The great Serena Williams (laughs) has announced she's retiring after a long career in tennis, a very dominant career in tennis until the end. Um, but a very dominant <laughs> career uh of, of a long, a long, 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 probably the GOAT, we undisputed GOAT of women's tennis at this point, I think we can safely say. Yeah. Serena Williams has announced she is going to retire this year after the U.S. Open, which I believe is from late August to September. And I'm sure she'll be bouncing the first round. So <laughs> it will be a pretty quick retirement. <laughs> 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 I'm Because right after she announced this shit, she lost in like the second round of the Canadian Cup. So I'm like, okay. Yeah. Uh, look, what do you think that you were the tennis fan? Of course, we're all Serena fans. We love Serena. Uh, but do you think it's about time? And how do you feel about the retirement? Um, I
1: think, I think it's about time. And look, man, I, I think she's I think she's she had one of the most dominating careers man like in all the sports, how dominant she was, and you know she was number one for how many weeks, and yeah. you know just that dominance man and 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 in in that sport <laughs> because we come on, we weren't watching tennis, but once uh Venus and Serena came into play, we was watching we was watching tennis. And, you know, that kind of got me in, in the, into tennis. And, I t- you know, a lot of people always think I'm just watching it because of Serena and all that. But I started watching because of them. But I'm going to keep watching that after she's gone. I always told people that. Like, I'm going to watch it no matter what. But um, I think it was time to go. It seemed like she really wasn't into it, to be honest. Um you know, she's not the type I, – I always look at her, you know, you, you know how you look at somebody like – let's look in the NBA. You see somebody like Allen Iverson, who was just so dominant. He was so flashy. He was good. But when he was off, he was just straight off. Like, he couldn't just take a, you know, six-man role. He couldn't he couldn't come off the bench and be productive. He wasn't, you know, he was, he wasn't like Vince Carter. He he didn't have that mindset where he couldn't adjust like that, and I think that's how Serena Williams is. I think she can't because Venus is still playing. Venus is the yeah. older sister, and she's still playing. Mm-hmm. She's not that she's not that good. She but she's still you know respectable, and I kind of look at her as like a Vince Carter, who's still mm-hmm. you know who's still okay. But she probably won't win another grand slam. But she's yeah, she's pull okay. up
3: upset every now and again.
1: Yeah, yeah, she'll stick around, but you know, she's respectable. I just think Serena was so dominant and such, uh, such a, a a champion at this point. I think when you know when her head is not in it, she's not in it. So I think this was the right time to you know hang it up. But um, amazing career, man. Like. She, like, I don't think we'll ever see another tennis player like her. No, no. <laughs> just the way she was built, just the dominance. Because if you look at tennis, these girls are slim. Mm-hmm. And, and, like, like I don't even think they lift weights. I think they just, you know, slim, fast, and, you know, tall. But, like, it looked like she shouldn't even belong on the – she looked like a creative player <laughs> playing tennis, so, um, I don't think we'll ever see somebody like that. And, man, I I enjoy, I enjoy watching her, man.
0: <laughs> I think she changed I again. did too, man.
3: Um, And, yeah, definitely a legendary career. I, mm-hmm. I'm rooting for Coco. I know we won't have another Serena, but I'm rooting for Coco, dog. I know she's still in this Canadian Open tournament. She's playing a semifinal tomorrow.
2: Yeah.
3: I'm rooting for her, man. Like, we need somebody else. Like we need a, a black, a strong black American woman to be dominant in tennis again. Yeah. I don't think anybody's going to be as good as long because these girls are killers now, dog. Yeah. Um, The game is different. It's kind of like the Tiger Woods effect where Tiger was just heads and shoulder above everybody when he first came in. But the field caught up, man. Like, I'm not saying they're as good as he was when he was in his prime, but they're better than they were when he was first getting on. So, yeah. Yeah, I mean it's it's a tougher game now, but shout out to her. Um and yeah, it was it was I definitely was past time. I think I think she has definitely been involved in more things besides tennis. You see her in commercials all the time now. She's in fucking Chase Bank commercials, dressed up as Wonder Woman doing goofy <laughs> shit, all this stuff. So you could tell like she's gonna be acting probably. She's gonna be doing a whole lot in media. And we yeah. definitely ain't seen the last of her. Yeah. But for tennis, I think she was already had a half foot out, or an entire foot out of the game, and she was just kind of doing it as obligatory performances. But yeah. it, it was past time, and she was getting cooked at the end, so yeah. it, it was time.
0: Yeah,
1: yeah. Salute to her. I think, and um, you mentioned Coco. I think, I think Coco. She, I I think she' gonna be a. She ain't gonna be Serena, but. I think she could be that star that tennis need. Yeah. I think she could be that um that star. I th- I um she she funny and you know she young and you know young and black. So I think she could kind of bring some uh, a little spark to the um to the game but yeah, I don't think it'd be another uh dominate dominating tennis player like Serena or at least for yeah. us uh, for women. But um tennis needs some Tennis needs some action, man. <laughs> I was talking about this with somebody, how um, how Nick Kyrgios was in the finals. And this dude was entertaining, man. And this was the first time somebody ever, a lot of people seen an entertaining tennis match like this mm-hmm. with a dude just, you know, barking at the uh, official. He talking to people in the crowd and he just, compl- you know, just all over the place, just yapping and talking shit. I think tennis need that, man. And I think a lot of people agreed after watching him in the finals because he was – I guess he was – I guess some lady in the crowd was drunk and he was talking to the um, to the judge and he was like, look, the girl looked like she had 700 drinks, bro. <laughs> like, look at that. He was just – you know, he from Australia too. So he mm-hmm. was just – you know, it, it was just super entertaining. And, um, yeah, man, tennis so – Boring and proper at times. They need some more, you know. They need somebody flashy a little bit to, you know, make people want to watch.
3: They, I mean, we need an American player. Period, man. Like we, we just need somebody in America, an American male, to be, yeah, uh, uh, to be at least at the top in tennis or, or close to it. Like I feel like every time I watch Joker, is winning another fucking championship. Man. Yeah, man. It's I'm always so him. It, out, it seems like, yeah. Like it's, uh, we need somebody more entertaining. We need somebody American to get Americans invested in the game. Um, now, women's tennis, of course, we got some Americans out there. Naomi, I count her as American. I know she's <laughs> Japanese, kind of, but she's American. Coco, of course, we got some people on the women's side, but not not anybody on the. What's what's who's the last great American tennis player? I wanted to say Andy Murray, but Andy Murray's British, I think. Yeah, I can't think probably, of the last probably like,
1: Andy Roddick is it Andy yeah. Roddick. Yeah,
3: um, I can't think. It's been a while since we had like a really good American, yeah, tennis player. So, yeah, would help <laughs> if they were black too. But yeah, know, I
1: think I think if they had a black tennis player that was kind of flashy a little bit and hip, like somebody we can hang out with, <laughs> I think I think we might have something, man. Yeah, I, I know Tiger Woods wasn't somebody we probably would hang out with, but mm. he was so dominate, and we was like, "Hey, <laughs> like we'll take that."
3: <laughs> yeah,
1: so we was cool with that.
3: <laughs> yeah, plus he would pop off, man. The fucking Tiger uppercut was legendary, man. Yeah. He used to fucking go crazy on the <laughs> yeah. court. That, I mean, on the, on, man, the gr- on the on green, the whatever you call yeah. the fucking. <laughs> <laughs>
1: That motherfucker so, was cocky too, man.
3: Yeah, he was. I
1: didn't realize how man, like, and still to this day, he look like that motherfucker be yeah. lifting. Works out a maxing lot out. Ribs,
3: man. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> so Tab says tense is like white people food bland. See, man, I don't really agree. I think tense is kind of fun to watch, dog. Yeah. I'd rather watch tennis than than hockey. Definitely. But- And probably soccer. I've been trying to get into soccer. Soccer is too fucking boring most of the time. I can't get into soccer. I rather watch tennis than watch soccer. Honestly, me too. Soccer can be tough.
1: Yeah, and see, see, tennis. I guess when you watch in the actual game, it can be entertaining, especially if it's a good game. Yeah, and uh, competitive. But I think the bland, like I kind of agree with Ted. I think the bland part is, you know, there is no drama in it. Yeah. Like, playoff games, you got drama, you know, you got the, um, you know, people talking shit in the press conference. You got Draymond Green talking shit.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And you might have a little scuffle or something like that. You know, it's, it's a, little, a little drama going on. Some people might be a little too anim- animated. You don't really have that in tennis like that. <laughs> yeah. Once in a while, you might have somebody being way too animated and, you know, way too gritty, and, and then the fucking tennis people complain about that shit. Yeah. And they're just like, what the fuck? Like, like, They be embarrassed about that shit. Like, look, man. Yeah, it, it still
3: has those old school ass rules where yeah. you can't pop off. The crowd gotta fucking be quiet, <laughs> which is still goofy to me. Like, you can't hit a ball if somebody's screaming. Yeah. <laughs>
2: yeah.
3: What other sport plays by these kind of rules, man? So, uh yeah drunk says soccer is worse who's who game only one or two scores yes tough man (laughs) like my friend is super into soccer and he's been trying to get me into it i've been watching a few games and when the stakes are high soccer is fun to watch when it's like the world cup elimination round soccer is fun to watch man (laughs) but uh, regular matches yeah shit when it goes to a penalty kickoff that's fun yeah. Because if people are scoring and you got to wait to see who fucks up first, that's really fun to watch. But yeah. an entire ninety minutes of niggas just running around and not scoring can be tough. Yeah, they so just be sitting,
1: much. kicking the ball back and forth.
3: Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, it's man. rough, man.
1: Yeah, I can. I try. I tried to do soccer too. I just, it's not for me, man. I I could do ten. I could do a, a, a probably a, a B side tennis match all day long, mm-hmm. man. I could just sit back and just and just watch. But I yeah, I can't do soccer, man.
3: Soccer's tough, man. You got to be super invested in the club, honestly. It's not something you could just kind of watch and not care about like football. Football, yeah. you could just watch whoever's playing and yep. still enjoy it. Mm-hmm. With soccer, you just got to super be invested into whatever your team you're rooting for. Yeah. So, yeah, <laughs> it's rough. Um other things that happened this week. Anything worth talking about? Um, hmm, Was that it? Oh, you want to see a Raekwon and Quavo collab? What's this about?
1: So uh, Raekwon actually posted a a picture on Instagram of him and Quavo. And it was like in a secret location. I guess they were smoking or something. So I I thought about it. I'm like, damn, do we need to do we need to get a a Quavo and Raekwon collab? (laughs) Like I never yeah, thought about that. I never thought about that collab before. That's it like that's totally opposite.
3: <laughs> if the Wu Tang Clan co- can collab with Logic, I feel like they can collab yeah. with Quavo.
1: Yeah, I just I mean I just but that's but, but see I can see Wu Tang collabing with Logic because Logic seemed like one of those dudes that's like a hip hop nerd, a backpacker mm-hmm. type dude. So. To me, that wasn't out the ordinary. I was a little pissed that he even got all the members on from Wu Tang. Because it's like, damn, like uh, Wu-Tang can't even get all get on one fucking album. Yeah. But yep. but, <laughs> but I was I was kinda sorry about that. But um yep. but um I never thought about a Raekwon and uh and Quavo song. <laughs> I will I would I'm kinda interested to see what that would sound like.
3: Yeah, um, yeah. I, I mean, I, look. I, I think Raekwon. I think they they would do it justice, man. Like Quavo can rap when he wants to rap. He, he he won't just be doing the 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 fucking Migos flow with some bullshit. He can rap when he wants to rap. So I think. It, uh, look, i look. I'm down for it. I think it would sound good. I think it would sound good. It's Mojo says Logic is fire. I just don't know if I go that far, man. Mm-hmm. I don't think he's bad. I think he can rap, but. Uh he uh, just don't do it for me, man. I got to admit, something about him just irks me. Him being um, a
1: light-skinned man, a <laughs> uh, light-skinned black man. <laughs> no,
3: I don't even know. It's just like uh, just uh there was a corny... I forget what I really hate. But there was a really corny song he made. Um He has bars. Have you heard 44 bars and 44 more? Look, I admit he can rap. I'm not saying he can't rap, but just some of the subject matter, some of the talks about how he's biracial and just some of the stuff he's said in the past and the songs he's made, it's kind of—it's really corny to me, man. But I think he can rap. He's definitely a good rapper. It's just something about him just irks me, I'll admit. It's something about him just... Uh, I see a Logic song and I just don't want to play it. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I can't explain it. But he, he does have some good production behind him and he can rap, but just... Ugh, it's logic, man. Yeah. Um Drunk says y'all hear about Tiger turning down eight hundred million dollars to join Live Golf. Yeah, we talked about that. Yeah, that's crazy. But I mean yeah. it's Tiger and he's made a lot.
1: Yeah. So I th- he
3: I can think, turn that kind of money down. Yeah,
1: I think he got a lot to lose. I think I don't think he I I don't think he wanted to turn that down, to be honest. I don't know if maybe Nike has some type of clause or Something where he, you know, it wouldn't be good for his brand to take that money. And, you know, I th- I think, man, look, man, I know Tiger is rich. I, I think he a billionaire at this point or made over a billion dollars. But $800 million? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> to me, that just screamed that this won't be good for my brand if I, if yeah. I, if I uh, accept this money to play with them.
3: Nike told him no, don't do it.
1: Yeah. Now it's not a good look for your brand, and you ain't gonna be on the Wheaties covers anymore and all (laughs) the shit. So I I think if if it was no restrictions, he probably he would have took that money so quick.
3: (laughs) Oh yeah, definitely. But I mean, look, he's at the end of his career, and um he's made more money than he knows what to do with at this point. (laughs) So I mean, he at this point, I'm sure he's just he could say I'm good. Um, maybe if he didn't have the accident, he would be more willing to do it. But now, just I'm sure it's just too painful to even do a regular schedule now. So, yeah, he didn't want to time himself down yeah. with that bullshit. Yeah. Tab says I heard Logic on a Juicy J song and he blew me away. Pause. <laughs> yeah, I mean he like I said, he can rap. <laughs> he, I've heard some features where I'm like, damn, who is this? Is, is this really Logic? Damn, he's rapping, but. Then I hear a song I don't like, where he's talking about some corny bullshit, and it's like, Ugh. <laughs> but like he can he can rap. I'll, I'll say that. he can definitely rap. It's just something about him and just uh, just rubs me the wrong way.
2: Yeah.
3: Um, <laughs> uh, what else happened this week? Anything else worth talking about? I think that might almost do it. Um, uh, I was gonna say something about it. just forgot it. Uh oh, yeah, Deshaun Watson. We yeah. got to talk about his. We got to do the Deshaun Watson update. Yeah, <laughs> um, Deshaun Watson, your quarterback, Figgy, the Cleveland Browns, <laughs> apparently played a preseason game today. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, I don't know, uh, I'm hearing some mixed results. I'm hearing he kind of was ass out there, but to be fair, he ain't played in like what two years, so 500 and something a- days. Yeah, it's been a long time since he last threw a football in a meaningful game or any kind of real game, to be up fair. So yeah. yeah, apparently he didn't look too high. He,
1: he was one for, apparently, he was one for five with seven yards.
3: No. yeah, that's bad. <laughs> that's bad. But um uh look, he did have a video put out by the Browns where he officially kind of sort of apologized. Maybe if you want to take it, it was kind of, I'm sorry if you were offended kind of apology, but it was technically an apology. Um, And it seems like he knows he's going to be suspended at this point. I think he's realized that now. So he kind of mentioned that as well. He said this might be the last time, you know, he plays for a while. So he had to get in some reps, but Figgy, what do you think about how your quarterback looked? And <laughs> I'm putting Jesus this on Martin. you, dog. This, this is your problem now, okay? You got to deal with this, all right? Hey,
1: man, I'm, I'm cool with Cal McNair, man. So I don't know what yeah, you're talking true, about. That's true. Davis Mills Ooh. is my problem.
3: <laughs> you got to disown the Browns now, dog. I know, you friends with Cal McNair. You can't be supporting even, this, yeah, man. Yeah,
1: I ain't even telling him I'm originally from Cleveland, so.
3: Yeah, don't, don't tell it's, them now. It's funny yeah, be,
1: it's funny because I'll be talking to some media people sometimes when I'm at camp. And mm-hmm. they be like, where are you from again? Oh, I'm from Cleveland. Oh, so are you a brown? Le- where's your thoughts yeah, on Deshaun Watson? Yeah, yeah,
3: yeah, yeah. <laughs> Dog, you might have to start lying, okay? You might have to say you're from uh, uh, Detroit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They, they might, might have re- to.
1: <laughs> they might really laugh at me then.
3: <laughs> yeah. Look. At least you ain't got to answer the Sean Watson question. I know. So, <laughs> yeah. Um. So yeah. What do you think about this apology? What do you think about his performance? Are you worried by his performance? And are you even rooting for the Browns this year? Let, let me know that much.
1: <laughs> uh. I'm not worried about this performance at all. I, this is this was his first game in a long time. <laughs> and i watched a little bit of the um the first two series and um the, to be honest the browns looked out of sync overall now they won the game the preseason game don't matter anyway but um they looked out of sync a little bit man <laughs> like it was they had like three penalties on one drive and you know a couple people dropped the pass and somebody fumbled and it was a lot going on so um yeah look he he gonna need some reps, and I see why they're trying to get him something, <laughs> but um, man, I don't know it's looking like they're trying to really give him a year and um the part that kind of the, the part that's kind of confusing to me is it seemed like the NFL wanted a definite suspension, which means you know he suspended it to further notice pretty much from my understanding. And um I kind of understood they wanted a, a definite suspension when you know he still had the cases looming when he still had 25 cases. But I'm kind of I'm I'm kind of confused. Maybe you can explain, but I'm kind of confused why they want an indefinite suspension. Like what like why do you want him suspended until further notice? Was you know I felt like either you, you know, go for a year you said if you feel like you need to be suspended for a year or hell if you want if you feel like you need to be suspended for 3 years say mm-hmm. 3 years but i don't understand the definite suspension because you know i think right now he got one case open and that's yeah. that's probably going to get settled sometime soon but i would totally get it if he you know because look there's no way you could play if you got 25 cases open for this, and you know the Busby stuff going on, but that's that's kind of not the deal right now. So I don't understand suspending the guy until further notice after everything is kind of you know solved a little bit. I wonder what's their what what what's the purpose of this, and not just saying hey you suspend it for twelve or you suspend it for a year or two or three years. Like I just don't. I, I really don't understand that mindset.
3: Yeah, I'm not exactly sure why they said it's indefinite. Um, there might be a legal reason why they have to word it that way, because every report I've said said it's going to be a year. So I don't know why they wouldn't just say that drunk sets indefinite suspension because they then they can make him seek therapy and stuff and make his return conditional. I think they could do that anyway. Yeah. I think they could say a year under the condition that you do this and that. They don't have to yeah. call it indefinite. But yeah. I mean, maybe, I, I don't know. I don't know exactly. I'm sure there's a reason why they have to say it's indefinite. But every report I've said says it's going to be a year. But maybe it's a PR angle, too, where it's like, we're not just saying it's a year. We're saying it's indefinite. So the people will be more satisfied with that Yeah. than just saying, OK, w- you're taken out. Because, again, yeah. that brings up the fact that a guy put 1500 on his own team and he got the same suspension. Yeah. And people smoke weed and got the same suspension. So maybe he just they just don't want that argument to keep going on and on. So they just want to say it's indefinite, even though it's only going to be a year, probably. But um, that could be the reason. But I don't know, man. Um, It's I don't know. I don't know. I, I I don't really know what else to say about this now at this point. I just think they need to go ahead and make the decision and and just move on this cause. shit this
1: shit been a roller coaster man yeah <laughs> like everything i I like I look I know uh, media people always get criticized for trying to predict something or say something and they get called out because they was totally wrong but I feel like if you had some type of say so in this Deshaun shit everybody should get a pass man because this this shit been all over the place, man. I still yeah. I still be getting people commenting on my tweet from um uh, where I posted a video of Arian Foster and when Arian Foster told him stand his ground. Mm-hmm. And niggas be in the tweet still to this day talk about the oh how you, look at this trying to tell him stand his ground. It's like, bro, that was before the fucking yeah. <laughs> cases. <laughs> so like why are you sitting here trying to say oh look at this that's a bad taking mm-hmm. like dog that was way before the cases man <laughs> so I, f- I feel like people everybody deserve. It. if you had a take on Deshaun Watson and you and you was totally wrong you you, you, you shouldn't should nobody hold you to the fire man because this you know what's really funny Andre him.
3: Johnson still has that tweet up About how Deshaun needs to stand his ground. He still has that up to this day. Which is which is wild because yeah. he out there with the team now. He been out like there he's almost every
1: day. Yeah. <laughs> man. I'm surprised
3: nobody asked him just to take that shit down. I'm sure somebody they I'm sure they know he probably ain't, still up. He probably
1: ain't logged in since, man. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm,
3: i doubt he's on Twitter.
1: I'm sure he just
3: logged in to say that and then somebody had to remind him of his password because he probably already forgot. Yeah. So yeah, but I'm surprised that tweet's still up. Um <laughs> John brings up a good point how he offered the NFL to take eight games with a five million dollar fine. Apparently, the NFL offered that first and Deshaun turned it down.
2: Mm.
3: And now, since I guess he realizes he's going to miss the whole season, most likely he went back and tried to get that same punishment of eight games and a five million dollar fine. So I got to ask, man, who is advising Deshaun Watson? He got to fire his old team. Cause they don't fuck this whole shit up. Now you could say, okay, fair enough. He did get a big contract, and he got out of Houston, so that now, worked. But see, but that,
1: but that was his agent. Yeah, I'm not sure if his agent is you know controlling all of this, but I think everybody else around outside of the agent, I think he need to keep mulling together around for good for that contract.
3: Whoever is advising him legally before, he like, just need to clean. You got to get man. rid of them because. He could have settled before this even became news. Yes, we know that now. Yes. We could have settled before. He could have settled before any of this came out. Yeah, and he didn't. And now he could have had a lesser suspension if he agreed to it, and he didn't. So yeah. now he's fucked. I don't know who's advising him, but his team. I think they're leading him the wrong way, man. This yep. he's made a a good number of bad decisions in, in this legal process, so. Yeah, I don't know, man. Yeah, we'll see what happens, but it's not looking it, like he is going to play yeah, any I'm, regular season games this year, most likely. Yeah,
1: I I do think they probably gonna come to some type of agreement. I I, I think I said the last last time, but I think twelve. I think they. I think the NFL and his team probably gonna come up with twelve games, probably ten million dollar fine or something like that. I think it's gonna end up being that some somehow, like yeah. I said, I think the NFL um, they trying to push the definite thing because it's, it's I mean it looked good on the NFL part because you know um, you know people already feel like he shouldn't play again, but if they give him a definite that you know that make them look better, but. I think they're going to end up agreeing to, like, a 12-game $10 million fine or something because he did make $10 million doing nothing last year. So I could see them just taking taking that back and, you know, and calling it the day.
3: Yeah. Oh, good point. Oh, first, let's scroll up to a question real quick. It's Mojo asked, you guys talk about NCAA. If you do, what's your thoughts on TJ Finley, the Auburn quarterback? I don't watch college football really. Figure. Do you have any thoughts on TJ Finley?
1: Honestly, I didn't <laughs> even know who he was. <laughs> I'm a hey, quarterback cool for one. Auburn.
3: Okay. Um. Yeah. I, I I gotta admit, I don't watch too much college should the, football. Should the Houston
1: Texans? I, I don't even know if you're from Houston, but should the Houston Texans drive him next year? <laughs> or wh- whenever yeah, he comes.
3: Yeah. He's a, he's a black quarterback, so I support him.
1: Okay, so I have to yeah, check them out. This, I'm gonna check them out then. <laughs>
3: yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, drunk also mentions I almost got this of the NBA retired Bill Russell's number, number six, which means your boy from Akron, LeBron James, will be the last person on the Lakers to wear number six ever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, now whoever, they did say people people who are wearing grandfather yeah people who are wearing a number currently don't have to give it up yeah but once they're done nobody else can take it so Mm -hmm. yes this will be the first number uh retired league wide um now i will say is deserved given what bill russell and his fight for civil rights as well as how good he was in the court 11 championships of course speak for itself um I wonder why they didn't do it when he was alive, though.
1: Yeah, me That's too.
3: my only question. I wonder yeah. if he even wanted this. Yeah. And if people would have been okay with it before he died. Yeah. Like, cause now everybody seems like, yeah, retire it for sure. So, but before, yeah, like kinda... w- would they have been with this? I yeah. never heard anybody say, Let's retire Bill Russell's number. I've heard Kobe and I've heard Michael Jordan should yeah. be retired league wide. I did not hear Bill Russell until he died I'm, at I'm, least in this number of
1: people. Yeah, I'm kind of curious if um so do this kind of end the debate uh, who the greatest of all time? Because yeah. they they didn't they ain't retired number they, they ain't retired number 23 overall like all over. So do this make Bill Russell the greatest of all time because they t- retired the number 6. <laughs> Because I feel like, look, man, I feel like 23 should be retired. I feel like nobody else in the NBA should wear 23. Like, we will always think of 23 as Michael Jordan. Yeah. Nobody will be better than that number. <laughs> so, um, they ain't retired. Maybe once Jordan pass away or something, they'll probably do it. I wonder. Maybe that's why they didn't do it, but. Look, uh, did that mean Bill Russell was the greatest of all time? Because he got this, can't nobody wear number six no more?
3: I mean, <laughs> that would be an argument, I'm sure, for people who are arguing against Michael Jordan being number one because yeah. he has six rings. Yeah. LeBron the got people, four. The
1: people that argue uh, Bill Russell is probably the older people that actually watch Bill Russell.
3: <laughs> I guess.
1: <laughs> it, it, like if somebody say no, um, Jordan ain't the best. It was Bill Russell. I felt like the people that saying that actually seen Bill Russell play during that time.
3: I mean, are they still alive and yeah, able that, to that's, talk that's on that's the my, internet?
1: That's my point. They older <laughs> because yeah. my my dad watched Bill Russell, like my mm-hmm. and my dad in the sixties. So um the people that black
3: people like Bill Russell back in the day. Like I know he was involved in civil rights. I'm sure they liked him politically, but he played for Boston.
1: Yeah. My my dad liked Bill Russell. He used to always talk about Bill Russell and shit. He, I know
3: Will Chamberlain was super popular back in the day. I know that much. Yeah. But I don't know about Bill Russell.
1: Yeah, I don't it, it's tricky because it wasn't like it was social media then where you could be like, yeah. Man, this dude, this dude corny or some shit. But um, yeah, I I re, I mean, the only time I heard him talk about Bill Russell was on the court, that he was you know always going against Wilt Chamberlain and all that shit, and so yeah, I don't, I, ain't, I ain't really hear nobody say a bad thing like I ain't really care for Bill Russell.
3: No, it's fair enough. So, uh,
1: but it's I always, think it's
3: more so just the city he played for. Where it's like, yeah, I don't want to root for that shit.
1: Yeah, yeah, it seemed like people love Bill Russell. But they ain't really fuck with Boston. <laughs> yeah.
3: And I think he felt the same way too. Yeah. He loved the Celtics, but he didn't fuck with the city.
1: <laughs> yeah. I, th- I honestly I think a lot of players feel like that. Yeah. I think a lot of because because you would think Boston would be somewhat like Utah,
0: mm. where
1: you know, people don't really fuck with the, the city like that. But people love playing for Boston. <laughs> like Boston can still get players, but I feel like Utah don't really get players like that.
3: Yeah. Yeah, they got a draft.
1: Yeah, they got a draft, and they got to overpay people.
3: Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. But, um, yeah. I mean, I'm not against it, uh, but I kind of wish if they were going to do it, they would have did it while he was still alive. But but who knows?
1: I think we got to start giving people their flowers while they're still here, man. He's been here for a long time. He He's been at every All-Star game. Mm-hmm. They could have. I'm glad they did. I think they did name the, um something after him at some point, I think, but while he was still alive. But they, yeah, they should have, they should have did all of this while he was still here. He was living a long time, too.
3: <laughs> yeah.
1: Uh, they should have. I agree. Yeah, they should have been did that. Maybe they start doing that in the future.
3: Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. We'll see. I think people feel (laughs) weird about that kind of thing being done while they're alive, too. So, yeah, Yeah. I don't know. It's a lot of factors involved. Oh, your niece is in here as well. The She says, I'd be so lost every time y'all talk about sports. I'd be so confused. (laughs) To be fair, we don't talk about sports that much. Yeah. I mean, and we usually save it to the end, like yeah. we are right now. Yeah. So we I, had you ta- had about 2 hours and 15 minutes of just us talking about music yeah, and shit.
1: Yeah, I talk about sports for 11. Exactly. <laughs> I want to talk about sports in my off time.
3: <laughs> <laughs> we we created this podcast in parts so we could not talk about yeah, sports. Yeah, so we could talk and about and talk the about shit we like. Else. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, No, that we try to keep the sports talk to a minimum, but there's some shit we got to talk about. So, yeah. you know how it is. Mm -hmm. um and yeah drunk says i don't think people would have rocked with it before he died yeah i agree (laughs) um i think it was just oh he died so now we definitely have to show some respect for him league-wide but if they were gonna do it they could have done it before but whatever (laughs) um so i and also i think this opens the you know shit do we retire kobe's number yeah. Like fucking now, a discussion. Like fucking, yeah. if you're gonna retire six, when I retire, maybe twenty four eight has some bad connotations now, to it. Yeah, so maybe twenty four N- get now retired.
1: Do, now, do you think that will kind of open up a rabbit hole a little bit? Good point. Because, Good point. Yeah, yeah. I, I, because yeah. and they, it's only ninety nine numbers, and niggas only use what probably three fourths of the numbers. They don't use yeah. that many numbers. So if you start retiring 12 um, 6 23 yeah. 32 41 you know shit like that mm-hmm. niggas going yeah niggas going to run out of numbers
3: <laughs> Yeah I think, Plus, it, I think Bill it, Russell's record was like pristine he had no controversy there's Kobe yeah. controversy that people don't want to get into so Yeah yeah but um so yeah I, I yeah maybe it should just keep it at 6 I'm I'm down with that too yeah so.
1: yeah, that might be a rabbit hole trying to retire Everybody number and shit
3: <laughs> Yeah definitely <laughs> Drunk said I gotta root for Boston cause Tatum from St. Louis yeah I feel for you man Asses suck <laughs> um, <laughs> Whenever yeah. somebody from your hometown Is uh, playing For a team you don't like um, We did it with that what was that Dude's name Rashad Lewis
1: Rashard Lewis, yeah.
3: Yeah, Rashard <laughs> Lewis played for Orlando. I didn't want to root for Orlando, but he's from Houston, man. from Texas, at least. Where is? I think it was from Houston, actually. Yeah, so, yeah. He actually yeah.
1: came back here at some point. He came up to the station.
3: Yep. Uh, yeah, so, yeah, I did not want to root for fucking Dwight Howard in the Orlando Magic, but Rashard Lewis was playing for them, too, man. So, I kind of had to. Represent yeah. H-Town. Mm-hmm. So... um. Yeah, anything else? I think that might about wrap it up for this edition of the podcast, y'all. Yeah. Um, let's go ahead and shout out everybody who commented on the live stream. Remember to join us every Friday around like 8 39, probably more around 9 at this point. Yeah. Uh for the uh, live stream, man. Shout yeah. out to Holly Rachel worshipper. Shout out to Tab. Shout out to Drunk, of course, homie. Mm-hmm. shout out to your niece Diasha shout out to it's Mojo shout out to everybody who watched this live stream we appreciate y'all um, we gonna catch y'all next well maybe next week um, I gotta work next Friday night yeah, so, so a little game. bad story
1: so, um, The Houston Texans play on Friday and kickoff is at 9 o'clock
3: <laughs> yeah
1: so, so we uh,
3: might not we might either do an early podcast next week or not do a podcast we'll have to see how things shake out but uh yeah appreciate y'all rocking uh, with us oh yeah real uh, real
1: quick um our youtube channel is at 99 subscribers
3: yeah
2: <laughs>
1: 99 subscribers so man tell a friend to subscribe to the podcast we trying to we we um you know it, it's dope to get 100 but well, we're trying to get another 100, so spread we the word. You need a
3: nice round number at least, so please tell your friends, tell your mama, tell your girlfriend, tell your boyfriend, tell whoever is close yeah. to you. Please subscribe to our podcast. We'll shout you out, um, and we talk about whatever you want to talk about. If you want to comment yeah. and let us know what you're thinking, man. So yeah.
1: Isn't is it weird the people that be on here now, uh, that be fucking with us on the stream, I'm like, I feel like that's the homies now. <laughs> they, they, They are man. Yeah, They're I, part I, of the
3: conversation. I, know, I feel like I know them now.
1: I, I know, like drunk. I was about to ask, where, where the hell is drunk from? <laughs> like you from St. Louis? <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, how did he find us? <laughs> hey, man. I, it don't I, matter I wanna, how they found yeah, us. I want to know more. About, I, I want to know more about y'all now. <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs> Look, it, it just all it matters that y'all found us. Y'all part of the conversation. We appreciate all y'all input. Even if you think we full of shit and don't agree with what we talking about, just let us know, man. Fuck, like, we get chopped up. We get debate, yeah. Yeah. We can talk about whatever you want to talk about, man. So we appreciate y'all spending your Friday nights with us mm-hmm. and uh, joining the conversation. Drunk says, I just searched podcasts and found y'all. Oh, well, that's dope. To man. You, man. I, we got to figure out how to trigger the algorithm because I always see like some, pod- especially on Twitch. Twitch is pretty good with showing you like random low subscriber shit. And you can just click on something and, you know, see some somebody with a small following. Yeah. Uh we got to figure out how to trick the algorithm to get our <laughs> shit to show up in more searches, man. Cause we we definitely trying to reach out to more people yeah. and get this podcast on a bigger platform. So. But we we still appreciate y'all who've who been down. Yeah. Of course, Tab, our day one dude, man. Been with <laughs> us since the beginning. So shout out to Tab always. Yeah, we we're
1: gonna try to set up something where we try to uh, get everybody in one place. That way we can have a live pod and just kicking and chill.
3: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Tab says pay Google ads. Put us up on that, man. Yeah. Let us know how we do that shit. Cause I mean, <laughs> we'll 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 break some bank if it gets us some exposure on Google. Mm-hmm. And, and puts us up in some search results. So um, Holly Rich Worshipper says, been down with me from the PG Paul Gallant show? Yeah, shout out yeah. to you, man. <laughs> Love that show of Paul Gallant, of course. <laughs> so appreciate that.
1: Yeah. <laughs> and speaking of Paul, I know we got to go. But speaking of Paul, <laughs> man. So I saw him out at training camp. And he was telling me about how um, he was doing this show. And he was pretty much, uh, I guess, uh, his co-host Brunga, Trade the Truth. And yeah, he, he, had, oh, he, he had no idea who he was.
3: Of course. So not. he
1: figured Trey the Truth was a mumble rapper. So he was like da 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 da. So he figured but that's man. how Trey the Truth sound. And I was just like, "No, man. Like Trey the Truth is actually the opposite <laughs> of that." And then I, and then he kind of really felt bad because I was like, Man, this dude, Ashley, saving people lives. He got a, a, a relief He got relief gang and helping people during the hurricane. And he pretty much put Houston on his back, blah, blah, blah. I, I was just saying all of that. He was just like, damn.
3: <laughs> yeah, we, we had Paul Gallant on our 200th episode. And I told him to his face that I felt like all because I really tried to help educate him on Houston rap and just rap, period. And I felt like it was all wasted. Because I don't think he retained any of that information. The fact I know I brought up Trey when I talk about <laughs> Houston rappers, and I know he should know who Trey is, but the fact that he said that about Trey and just assumed he was just some mumble <laughs> rapper, yeah. some random guy, is like, yeah, I wasted my time. I, I hate to say it, but Paul, 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 be cracking me up now, man. Paul went to Seattle and he came back like Tucker Carlson Jr. in some ways, dog. <laughs> like, <laughs> this dude i be calling a Maga paul sometimes man like paul what happened man you yeah. were super liberal before you went i know
0: there. i and know not a dude, yeah. he come
3: on talking about oh aoc and a uh, uh, Brittany grind like yeah no, what happened she
1: did man? the crime she did yeah. the crime <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah, I, came I was back about to tell something like man paul about to get canceled <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs> Paul, Paul gonna be on Fox News on some yes. kind of Fox News affiliate man I could yep. see it. I could see him be, like re- at this point yeah. <laughs> I think he trending towards that man because he <laughs> went to Seattle and hung around some yeah. super liberal people and he came back sick of them
1: he about, yeah, <laughs>
3: he about
0: to be on OutKick
3: <laughs> <laughs> he, yeah probably probably he gonna be there with Cody Stutes so, <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know we'll see but um yeah, oh yeah, we we saying our goodbyes, by the way. We see y'all again maybe next week, if not the week after. But mm-hmm. appreciate y'all kicking it with us, rock on us up. We're gonna be doing it again. So appreciate y'all. Love y'all on the live stream. And and yeah, until next time, live streamers, twitchers, YouTubers. Hey. Oh shit, we still on?
1: Oh yeah, yeah, we still on. That's a little no, we got then. we got a little
3: graphic. That's yeah, dope. I like the graphic. Yeah. That's cool. <laughs> yeah, we fancy now. Yeah, sorry, uh. <laughs> Our, our goodbye stream. <laughs> bye, bye, streamers. Peace. Yeah.
1: Peace. Uh, is this on? Right. Yes. Yep. Let's get the Anita baby. Now of-
3: we got to say bye to our regular podcasters. Uh, everybody listening on whatever app you're listening us on to on
1: Apple Podcasts or Google Podcasts,
3: Spotify, Google, everything else we we don't
1: sound the
3: infinity dreams of podcast apps, we just aren't on title yet.
1: I know Jay
3: Z, <laughs> Jay Z's fault, he heard our content, I but know. appreciate y'all rocking with us, of course. Um, of course, listen to In the Loop. 10 to 2 sports radio 610 your best place to get news from texas training camp preseason etc cetera, etc cetera. it's football season y'all yeah. you know what time it is it's yeah. time to get hype we got a new quarterback we got a new head coach we got a new offensive coordinator we got black power throughout the organization we got cal mcnair cooking burgers and shit i know it's, it's turning up man so <laughs> y'all get hype and make sure you stay tuned to end the loop Figgy Fig curating the vibes every day, of uh, Monday through Friday, uh, getting y'all ready for the game on Sunday, so you going to be doing tailgate, oh yeah, you're doing yeah, tailgate man, yeah, so I'm going to so be judging the tailgates
1: up. man, so make sure yeah. you check in
3: <laughs> yeah, make sure if you have the game, you say what's up to Figgy, he's going to be doing the tailgate report again this year on home games. so yeah, make sure you shout that man out and yeah, until next time y'all,
1: peace
2: so strong but tender to